0: Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply.
1: Ron DeSantis is threatening to pull Disney's special governing status or whatever that means. Apparently since I think the 60s, they've been able to govern their own property as if it's their own government. And because they've been supporting wokeness and because they've been supporting I'll just call it child grooming, DeSantis has basically said, I don't see why we shouldn't pull this, why they should have the status. And several Republicans in the state are talking about pulling it because, well, it seems like if there are... At least some politicians who are doing anything in the culture war, it's just the people in Florida. Uh, it's probably fair to say there are several other states that are doing awesome stuff. I'm hearing, what is it, Georgia's doing constitutional yeah. carry? Mm-hmm. Texas just did it. A Amazing. bunch of other states are doing it. Florida might be doing These are really, really cool things. So we'll, t- we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how this is now turning into a, a major culture war movement with The Daily Wire, launching a new kids' programming uh, uh, format channel or whatever, $100 million, and uh, a lot of pushback from uh, female athletes. Over the trans issue in sports, the female athletes are now starting to speak up and having a big impact. So it's Friday. We're going to be chilling. Jen Saki is quitting, apparently, and I don't think anybody really cares all that much. I just shrugged when I heard and I'm like, sure, whatever. And uh, joining us today on this lovely Friday to talk about all of it is Michael Malice. Aloha you I want I to end? say something yeah right. you introduce yourself yeah. oh hi Thank i'm <laughs> michael malice star
2: of stage and screen that's correct <laughs> i just want to give a shout out to uh adrian curry Yay. um and to elizabeth who's in columbia today uh who are you what do you do they know who i am well but there may be new viewers okay <laughs> i i am uh what uh, it, author my last book is the anarchist handbook tim <laughs> did a chapter for the audiobook which is at anarchist audiobook.com mm-hmm. yeah, that was cool anarchist handbook.com for the book a uh, hardcover is coming out soon. My next book is called The White Pill. I needed a book on the new right. And Dear Readers, is the book on North Korea. And you can follow me on Twitter at at Michael
1: Ballas. All right. We got Seamus.
3: Amazing. I'm Seamus Coglin. I run a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. If you all want to go check that out, we release a new cartoon every single Thursday, sometimes on Tuesdays. We just released a video on this first topic we're talking about, which is uh, these men competing in women's sports. I think you all will enjoy it.
0: Ian Crossland over here. I want you to respect yourself. Find mm-hmm. love. Oh, like that's that. a great
2: message. Thanks, yeah, Michael.
0: I, like I, I just you.
3: want you to go to my true. YouTube channel. It's actually a lot easier. <laughs> it's, it's a lot yeah, easier to just true. click subscribe at Freedom Tunes. So but yes,
4: I wanted to say this is our 500th episode, and we have Michael Malice, and I'm loving it. It's going to be a great evening. This, yes, yeah,
2: and stay tuned for the bonus section. Oh. That's we don't, we don't we don't do this on Friday. Well, that's why they should stay
1: tuned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on,
4: Tim.
2: All right, all right.
1: Don't forget, head over to TimCast.com. Become members to support our work directly. You keep all of our journalists employed. We are a member-funded website, and you will get access to exclusive episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast with our guests Monday through Thursday at 8 p.m. only for members. So again, sign up at TimCast.com. But don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends right now, and let's talk about that first story. Can
2: can I say something before we get to that? Yeah, I hope at some point during the show, you guys look back at like the 500 episodes, and because I think that's an important thing (coughs) to kind of get a little meta, like how the show has grown, what have you learned, what advice you'll probably give to people who are doing this. That's I mean, that's the kind of
1: thing I think people are interested in. 500 is no joke. You know, it's it's a good point. I don't really think about stuff like this, you know, to like do a, a look back- and prepare something, maybe we should. We could do like, you know, who, who, who's that lady who's, who sings a song about remembering you? No. Some Celine Dion. I will that, will. that lady. Yeah, that lady. Let's McLaughlin. Let's is do know. a live have, stream. You know what we could have done? It would have been funny is if we just showed <laughs> the past episodes with Michael yeah. And we did like a, <laughs> a slow motion. Stat. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> in memorial. <laughs> right. so good. We should, let's do a live stream <laughs> yeah.
3: where we watch all 500
1: episodes <laughs> and do our commentary on it. No, I can't. You know, it uh, as an aside, there was this woman who wrote, she wrote this thing called the Alternative Influencer Network. Oh, yeah. And she Was that a book?
3: It was like a report for like a nonprofit where she smeared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a crazy conspiracy theory thing where she had a bunch of different YouTube channels that have nothing to do with each other connected with red lines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but like it connected Chris Reagan to Richard Spencer. Like Chris Reagan is
1: like a culture commentary guy who plays video games and Richard Spencer is Richard Spencer. And like there's a line connecting them. And even he was like, what? Like they've (laughs) never even said each other's names before. Can I show my age?
2: There was someone named Mark Fabiani who worked for the Democratic Party for Hillary in some capacity, and he did this in the 90s. He created this big flow chart of everyone pointing to you know Cato Institute and this right. one's in the bed. So that's yeah. why when Hillary Clinton went on <clears throat> I think was Good Morning America and said with this huge blowback, there's this vast right wing conspiracy against my pres against my husband and it's out in the open, she wasn't just talking at her ass. She was referencing this document that they had. So this has been going
1: on for a long time. Well here's the best wow. part and why I bring it up. Is that I complained very heavily about it because it put me right in the middle. And like the Young Turks did a segment on it where it's like Tim Pool is the center. They were talking about me, but it like makes me the center of this vast, you know, alt-right conspiracy or something. And uh, I was just like, it's fabricated. I had friends who were working in these media companies who even rejected the story outright because I reached out to them like, hey, guys, look at this. And I pointed it out. They're like, whoa, like people who worked at the Atlantic and Politico. And so she does a follow up. So then she specifically like, on me, Tim controls she Atlantic does, and Politico. She does a follow up specifically on me where she says she watched all of my videos, oh. which is the most insane thing Not anyone's correct. ever done. Is that
2: literally possible? If you turn it them is. all on at the same yeah. time, no. yeah, but no, it drives no, no. you insane. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this, this was hold on, hold on. This was 2019, uh, like I think. Yeah. So this was before IRL, but this Holy meant crap. there were two hours of content every day for like three years. So that would, that meant that to get this done, it was like in the span of a year, she had to watch my content. She had to watch like four days worth of content every day to keep up with the content I was producing. And she referenced a whole bunch of my old content. Now far be it for me to call her a liar. She said like she watched it all. Yeah. I'm I am impressed. Yeah. And then she ultimately concluded that like I wasn't that bad and wasn't far right or something like that. It was the weirdest trying to take me down or maybe just like this, i did a deep dive this on this guy and he's the, normal this is the
2: longest suicide note i have because if someone is sitting down and watching your content for like a year my know. god that is a cry for help but <laughs> is it not interesting
3: true that. is it not interesting that the person who actually sat down and consumed all of your content ended up walking away going yeah. okay he's not some like far right nazi turns know, out that's right. just a thing we say but yeah. i'm not true I, I like
2: how like after six months she's like i'm gonna find that nazism right, like right. nine months it's there it's gotta be the back. In and the then, co- member content,
1: I'm imagining like she finally finished watching all the videos, and her eyes are like just like deeply sunk and like black, <laughs> and her like skin is pale, and she weighs like a hundred pounds. She's like <gasps> I've watched it all. No, but i I can I'm imagining because when I was writing
2: my book on North Korea, and I was just telling all my friends about all these cool Kim Jong Il stories I heard, and after a while, they're like, okay, I don't care about <laughs> North Korea. So she's like talking to her friends or her boyfriend or whatever. They're like, I don't care about this beanie guy. Can you please <laughs> talk about anything else? Ben Shapiro, the
1: Young Turks even well, Ruben well. something anything and she's like to- Well, I watched eight hours of his videos today and I just, I I can't stop thinking about this one thing he brought up. And you you gotta understand, the Great Reset is real. I'm telling you.
3: (laughs) Now now she (laughs) works for InfoWars. Now there's gonna be like a romantic novel coming out (laughs) about (laughs) someone who falls in love with you because they watched all of your content. And that woman's name was Owen (laughs) Schroyer. Oh my gosh. Dude, (laughs) she (laughs) could probably do such a good impression of you. 50 50 gray beanies or something. (laughs)
4: Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Should we talk about the news? Yeah, Yeah. we should. should. Alright, here we go. We We got this story from uh, CNN. Ooh, CNN. Ron DeSantis signals support for stripping Disney of special self-governing status as feud escalates. Because apparently the only Republicans who actually do anything are in Florida. Yeah, it's weird. So basically, Disney has this this, uh, special thing going back to 1967, a state law that established the Reedy Creek Improvement District, giving Disney the power to establish its own government in central Florida. He basically said, you know what? Why should we have companies that have this special privilege, right? Which is a smackdown because DeSantis said Disney went too far. I think Disney went, did go too far because after the backlash, uh, well, let me slow down. Disney refused to call out the parental rights uh, and education bill, which the left calls don't say gay, which makes no sense because that doesn't even make sense. Um, and so they refused to do anything. Disney employees walked out. Some of them got arrested for child sex trafficking, whole other story, but around the same time, mind <laughs> you. And uh, then Disney decided they were going to be like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we oppose that bill and we're going to see it defeated in the courts. And then DeSantis is all like, yo. What does Disney have to do with the people passing legislation yeah. that's gone too far? Now you got Republicans saying they're be, they're going to be going after Disney and stripping away their rights. And good, I, I'm loving it because you, these leftists, Abigail Disney, actually, she's the uh, grand, grand niece of uh, uh, of Walt Disney himself. She's the granddaughter of uh, Roy Disney, who's co-founder, and she was saying like. These far right groups are trying to rule by minority and they're, they're saying insane things, referencing a Chris, Chris Ruffo and all that. But she says it's, I'm happy to see the right finally going after the business sector that's for so long propped them up or whatever. And I'm just, I'm just sitting here watching like, you know, did you think Disney propped the right up? Well, it, it, these companies are all woke. That's yeah. why I'm like, what do you, what do you think's going on? Yeah. The, the, the institutions are all woke, leftists, critical race theory, et cetera. The right has not been supported by CNN. I mean, look, let's just say starting in 2015. How about well, that? I, but we, I, we know it goes back further. Yeah, I I think – well, I'm a little bit
2: torn because I, as an anarchist, I like the idea of a company being able to have its own government within mm. its own jurisdiction. But I am ecstatic that if either of the political parties and hopefully both alienate from corporate America, which has historically been – I think to a large extent you have these kind of chamber of commerce Mitt Romney republicans – have been a thing in the Republican Party, especially after, like, Republicanism was defeated by FDR. You kind of had these, you know, weak Republicans who were kind of like, you know, suburban, shop owner, middle of the road kind of types. Um, and they kind of made apologies for corporations just doing really unconscionable things. So the fact that Republicans at all are coming to understand, which Democrats, many Democrats for a long time understood, that corporations are not your friend, that if a corporation were a human being, that person would be a sociopath. Um, and the more distance there is between politics and corporate america the healthier it is for everyone involved including corporate america step into the
4: world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at champacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the
1: Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think corporations could also be uh, likened to the Borg. Uh, yeah? You know? So, uh, you know, I like to point out the Borg in, in Star Trek is like communist. They're this collective that just grow and expand. I think that's a better way uh, to view it. Because it is a, it is a system of governance, the Borg it operates in. But corporations are not too dissimilar in that they absorb other companies, they grow, expand, they're authoritarian and single-minded.
0: Yeah, profit Perfect. is their motive.
1: I I worked for Disney as a temp for their Pocahontas
2: oh. premiere in the park in Central Park. And speaking of the Borg, they had like a dress code. You couldn't have piercings. You couldn't have like dyed hair. Like there was this very specific list of, of things about your appearance that you had to have. Even just working for that one day for them.
0: Where was it? Disney World or uh, Central Park?
2: They had oh. Pocahontas the movie had the premiere in the park was a thing. Uh, showing I'm, my age.
0: I'm, now I don't know all about this. It just seems so weird that any corporation would would have its own government on U.S. soil. That doesn't seem right to me. So it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's very very strange.
1: So, it's it's similar in Anaheim with uh was it Disneyland or whatever? I don't know. Wor- is, Wor- World is in Florida. Worlds in Florida. Atlanta. Florida Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so when the when the people were rioting down in Anaheim over I think it was a BLM thing or something like that, and like the police came out in force. More than I'd seen in most places. And it's because, well, now you're coming after a major corporation and their corporate profits. Yeah. So once the, once the, once the riders and, and, you know, protesters started getting close to this bridge that brought them close to Disneyland or whatever, the cops just went off. They had boken. You know what a boken is? Mm-mm. It's like a wooden katana. And they were on horseback with boken. What? Yes. Where did the, where did the cops get those from? Like, I don't know, Japan, but. It's Like what? the Mulan exhibit? <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, it was a weird thing to see cops on horseback with boken but it was also kind of cool i'm like these are these are like samurai warriors i guess it's the weirdest thing wow. to me i, got they, I don't think I, I don't know if they actually hit anybody with them but that's what they're for they're for striking yeah, yeah. people
0: i got a prediction i think that this is going to go to the courts or do whatever disney's going to fight it for a while then they're going to agree and be like okay whatever and then they're going to start lobbying other states and be like who wants disney world and then no, California's going to take no, it you no, don't no.
2: think so i mean the cost of moving that thing would be insane Um, I I I think they I think it's I disagree and I think it's more that they have to publicly make a show fighting it. But then if they lose, they could be like, "Well, we did what we could." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these corporations don't have the spines. They like any person will take as much space as you give them. But as soon as you you put your foot down, they're more than happy to you know kind of roll over
1: like a dog. And you put on they make a really loud noise and then roll over. I want to I want to make a point for Mr. Mouse here. You 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 have this famous quote about police. Uh, what, every cop is a criminal? Well, well, no, a more a more specific quote that a lot of people say. Well, I don't know which one you mean. About killing
2: kids? Oh, there is no law so obscene that the police would not be willing to enforce it up to and including the mass
1: execution of innocent children? Yes. Um, I think there's something similar for uh, corporations. Oh, for sure. I think it's fair to say that there there is no uh, um, path to profit so obscene hmm. that a corporation would not pursue it up to and including – Supporting the the pedophilia and grooming of your children. Well, I mean, we see it in like 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 uh, like
2: mining and you know in very poor countries and uh, like tro- uh, was it Tropic um, was it Dole or who Chiquita? Were the- Chiquita, yeah, mm-hmm. Chiquita banana with exactly. the, the yeah. Banana Republic. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, that's where the term comes from, yeah. I believe. So, uh, you know, again, I I think one of the things that corporate media does in dividing people between right and left and Democrat and Republican is that if conservatives or Republicans hear a leftist argument, they dismiss it out of hand. But I think it would behoove them to listen a little bit more to some of the things that the wrong people are saying because oftentimes there's a kernel of truth to them.
1: And one of them is that corporate behavior, especially internationally, is often completely unconscionable. Well, I think uh, I, I saw this with the, with the rise of Trump when I was in Florida or at, the, at his rallies regular people told me they weren't republicans. I remember this one specific moment I was in a I was at a Florida a, a Fort Lauderdale rally and I was talking to a, to a middle-aged woman and she was like, I've never voted before. I'm not a Republican, so, you know, I'm just here because Trump's saying things that I like and I think that's what the Republicans didn't like, this insurgency of regular people. Hmm. So Trump brought this populist wave in and now it's no surprise there's popular support among the conservatives and the right to go after woke corporations because regular people don't like their kids being screwed with whereas Previously, the establishment Republicans were very much like, hey man, the businesses, you know, are hooking us up, don't, don't get in the way. Similarly with Democrats, but, you know, they do different things, playing catch back and forth, trying to, you know, say what they need to say to win. Now you've got people who are like, I don't care if you're a corporation or a government, if you suck, you suck. Well, look at it this way, just to add to your point, to
2: agree with your point. When you think of someone from Kentucky, you think of the stereotypes, think of the bad stereotypes, think of the good stereotypes, whatever you think. You're not thinking of Mitch McConnell. It's impossible to think of Kentuckians and then think that Mitch McConnell is the guy in Washington who represents what Kentucky means. It's an absurdity.
0: Yeah, it really is ridiculous. We got, uh, Michael. Oh, we got. a pizza arrived. Hell got some yeah. pizza. It's just uh, for you. This
3: is courtesy of John Schnatter's uh, Papa John. Michael John, screamed and, yep. and stomped his foot and said, If you don't have my pizza, I'm not doing the show. That's right. Starting to smell good in look, here.
2: Look at me, I'm shameless.
3: <laughs> 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 really? First of all, this was put in front of me by some racist in the studio who, who thought was. that it would be funny.
4: That's so crazy. It's not racist <laughs> if can't, they're not
3: human.
1: You
4: oh can't, my <laughs> gosh! Wow.
1: Yes, <laughs> well, because
3: he's, he's a leprechaun. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Just a so clever. But, uh, but but also, you can't be racist against white people. I'm pretty. I'm pretty true. sure. I'm they're pretty not, sure
1: YouTube allows
3: that, right? Irish people weren't white until being white meant you had to apologize for being white. Yeah. No, he's absolutely right.
2: There was arguments, in, including in America in the early 20th century, that regarded, uh, in some cases, Irish people are, as part of like the the, the black uh, population. Italian. You want to yeah. hear something interesting?
1: You want to hear something interesting? So uh, where the, the stereotype of the drunken Irishman comes from <laughs> is drunken Irishman. Let's yeah, be no, real, not. bro. It's, we're not going to lie about Ireland. this. It's <laughs> Ireland. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Check
1: this out. It's Seamus's house.
3: We're not going to pretend. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's
3: just go with it. You don't stare at side. Like, we're not going to pretend <laughs> that one's not we're true. We're the universal truth. Yeah,
1: you're okay. trying. You're trying to you – see, You see. here's the thing. Being, <laughs> Anyone else being want pizza? Game, no, I'm not, not maybe, yet. Maybe after okay. the show. It was in Her. the in the in the turn of the century when poor Irish immigrants were struggling or homeless. They would pretend to be drunk so that they would get taken to police oh. stations where they would get oh, a wow. food to eat Warm. and place to sleep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. British people actually have a substantially higher rate of drinking problems than uh. Irish people. Well, it's not only well. the no, British people have more of a
2: problem with it, but they don't do it as much. But they uh, <laughs> they do it more. Thaddeus Russell in his book a History of the United States talks about this also because you had all these super waspy factory owners. You had all the Irish people came over. They did their hard work. Then they went home and they went drunk. And these wasps who had the Protestant work ethic where you thought working hard was inherently moral and relaxing was somehow inherently sinful is something bad, to watch out for. Yeah. They were flipping out. They're like, look, at these guys are lowlifes. They're degenerate. They're subhuman. They they want to go out and get have a good time. But as a result of those drunken immigrants, a lot more people started having – less work hours how to, having to pay for overtime because <laughs> nice. like, wait a minute if
1: those lowlifes are getting time so you're, off so why you're, am I not so that's saying, how it works yeah. you're saying the labor movement wasn't a bunch of like proud leftists raising their fists it was a bunch of drunken Irish work
2: I today. Don't I it, talking about. I'm not talking about even the labor movement I'm saying this preceded the labor movement this was a, a one I'm kidding you're telling me I just seven days a
3: week I'm supposed to be there what am I supposed to drink this ridiculous
2: but he had I mean that guy you're channeling I'm assuming your grandfather has
3: great
0: great great grandfather he has a point no Oh, it's true uh i studied guinness the the history of guinness Mm. basically the dock workers would make the beer or whoever was would make the beer and then they'd give all the good beer away but the irish they didn't have any money so they'd scrape the bottom of the barrels (laughs) to drink make the beer out of that goop and that turned into guinness which is my favorite beer personally oh blair
1: blair white is in the chat blair Blair. she said damn tim pool's dad will not stop talking
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's got a lot to say i hear he has a book coming out too
1: how strange speaking Uh,
0: of how's the book coming along um Oh, sorry. I caught you in the middle of a piece of a oh, I, I, moment. I, I, this is a live show. <laughs> we can talk later. <laughs> He's pessimism. got a job to do.
1: <laughs> I just
2: passed 150 pages. Uh, it's probably going to be 280, maybe 300. So it should be done not long. I have one tough chapter left, um, and then it'll be all smooth sailing. It's called The White pill. Do the you feel white like you're getting white-pilled as you write it? No. No, uh, because I'm writing about atrocities that are being done to millions of people, mm-hmm. including children. Uh, I, I've, As I've mentioned before, I've been crying a lot. Oh, but man. this is the kind of thing. Where when people read it, be like, how have I never been told this?
1: Yeah, this is well, about the. Are some of these things too spicy to give us an example? Or what? Well, I'll
2: give you one example. This is a very easy one. So I'm writing about the Soviet Union in the 1930s. You had these big series of purges, right? So you you kill the the dad, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, whatever dubious reason, then the wife is arrested because she is a wife of the enemy of the people. That was the law, and she can't even say I'm innocent because you were married to him. Now that kid has no parents overnight; they're an orphan. They're beat up at school because you're a kid of the enemy of the people and people who your family was friends with couldn't take you in because why are you taking in this daughter whose dad was a spy, supposed spy? And now you had a rash of all these kids killing themselves and they're like, what are we going to do about these kids killing themselves? So this is the kind of like logic that happened in the Soviet Union and these atrocities that – the fact that I'm, like, the only one talking about this is really disturbing to me. And when you have the New York Times saying this isn't happening, this is all anti-Russia propaganda. Did yeah, you, I want to you, want to do you see this propaganda. Twitter yes. thread?
1: There, uh, there's a Twitter thread uh, going viral. Uh, I, I forget the guy's name, so forgive me. But he talks about why, they, why, why the left is freaking out over the parental rights and education bill so much. Now, there's a meme where someone says it's not rocket science, guys. They're just evil and they want to do it. Aaron, Aaron McIntyre, let's McEntire. give him credit. He's yeah, great, but, but yeah. he's wrong. And, uh, there's a great thread about this that James Lindsay had retweeted. I'm, I forgive, forgive me to the, to the podcast host who posted it because I forget his name. I don't know if you guys want to try and look it up. But, uh, what he was saying is this, what's happening, um, and I think he's saying it's intentional is revolutionaries need to sever the relationship between child and parent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they first, in secret, will start explaining to the children why they're evil and bad and why they should feel guilt and shame. Once they've sufficiently made these kids hate their own identity, and their parents' identity, they offer up alternative identities. You can now be one of these oppressed minorities. Pick and choose. You can be anything. It's all a social construct. Then when the parents finally find out and are shocked by what's happening, the kids are already so deeply in, 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 uh, entrenched in the ideology that the teachers can then say, see, we told you they'd come at you. They, you, you can only trust us.
3: Yeah. And at and a so, certain
1: age, you want to be against your
2: parents because as a teenager, you want to be your own identity. So it's very useful to leverage that kind of natural uh, um,
1: social uh but, right. but, so, age group. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I could go so far as to say there's an intentional cabal of, you know, people doing this, but I can say that whether, whether it's a conspiracy or just it's happening, it is happening this way. And the way, uh, this gentleman describes it is it's because there's a lot of teachers who are following a curriculum that s- seems to be empathetic to children who are experiencing some issues. Hmm. And so they're, they're going along with it. But I think the, the important point why is the left so hell bent on, on lying about what this bill is, calling it don't say gay? Well, the bill also pre- pre- prevents teachers from talking about heterosexual marriage and traditional relationships. Why do they need to frame it this way? The one thing they're truly threatened by, the bill does not prevent teachers from talking to children about being gay. It prevents them from doing it in secret. Hmm. They can't yep. tell the kids, don't talk to your parents. The teacher, many of these teachers are saying they're going to they're do it anyway. Yeah. All right. If you're an adult and you want to have sexual conversations with five to nine-year-olds and you say, don't tell your parents... What? I'm going to go ahead and assume you're grooming these kids. Yep, 100%. Or,
3: or worse. What else are you supposed to assume? I mean, that's the most – it's not being uncharitable. That's the most reasonable possible assumption. And you mentioned that they want to sever children from their parents and – it's very true it's debatable whether there's a concerted effort but you see this in media all the time the family unit is consistently attacked and basically every television program the father is always a complete moron who can't do anything right and that's because if you want to go after any structure you start by attacking the authority and so it's been seared into an entire generation of people if not two or three generations on some level that dad is stupid and not to be respected and made fun of and i think part of it is just a result of the fact that a lot of artistic people who go into hollywood don't have great relationships with their fathers. Generally speaking, I think that's more typical, I not th- always the case. I think it's a reaction of feminism,
2: because mm-hmm. feminists for a long time were claiming, proclaiming, like, you shouldn't show women as being stupid, but that only leaves the guys.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think there's truth in yeah. that too. But even if you go back to the honeymooners, which I would say is, is before feminism had saturated the culture as much, the if husband was, was still sort of weak and stupid and very lucky to have his wife. Yeah. Yeah, but he would always threaten to beat his that's wife. That's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. Right? Tell so they, they removed, they, they did soften these types of characters with feminism, but there is this interesting trope of like, like Dad being a hapless fool. The Flintstones, I, I the absol- Simpsons. I absolutely have to shout out Futurama. Mm.
1: And, 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 no, American Dad. The white well, fun American Dad is dumb. Well, mm-hmm. no, no. In Futurama, they go to the moon, and it's a thousand years in the future. Yeah. And uh, he, they're, they're, they're watching the Honeymooners, and he's like, one of these days, bang, zoom, straight to the moon. Right. And then Leela's <laughs> like, I didn't realize twenty uh, 20th century astronauts were so fat. And then Fry's like, he's not an astronaut. And he was just using beating his wife as a metaphor for uh, – or he was using space travel as a metaphor for beating his wife. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm it's wondering
0: if in all this division of family in the Soviet Union when they did it, were there kids that basically had their beliefs shattered and then reformed and then at some point realized, maybe even too late, like, what have we done As the government turns on them, like are these people that are like useful pawns, are they turned on eventually?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean then Stalin turned on the secret police and then he turned on the top of the military, which was a major problem in World War II because all the military geniuses were killed. Another thing that they taught in the Soviet Union very famously was the story of Pavlik Morozov, who was this little boy whose dad was doing – was like hoarding grain – And he turned his dad into the authorities and his dad killed him. This is a complete made up story, but he, there were statues built to him and like songs about him because you're taught in school, if your parents are doing something wrong, you have to inform on them. And if you're killed, you basically become a saint. This is the greatest thing you can do. Michael, do you watch anime?
1: god no you need to watch <laughs> attack you. on titan no, i I disagree with that i've never heard the word need used more incorrectly <laughs> yep. and uh so there's a meme of like an ai jordan peterson saying watch attack on oh titan <laughs> and you know why That's amazing because <laughs> he wanted itunes gift when <laughs> when uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, oh, yeah. i don't actually expect you to watch it so i'm just going to spoil the gist of it Please, for you it's already spoiled it's anime yeah, oh, yeah so the, the the first season <laughs> first you're gonna you're gonna love this the first
2: season. Oh, yeah. One more thing I just got to say. The only cartoons I watch are Freedom Tunes. Thank you Yay. so
1: much. Right, much appreciated. It out, it the first season is uh, there's this the last city. It's surrounded by three walls, and there are giant humanoid monsters called Titans that eat people. Yeah, I've seen the preview. Yeah, yeah. And they're invincible. What it's really about is that there was a great nation that somehow came into the power to become Titans and use it to conquer the world. Eventually, the nation crumbles. I'm not going to spoil too much. And now, in the future, these people are effectively in a prison to pay the sins of their ancestors. In the mainland, where some of these people that are called Elians still live, the, the new, now dominant country says, you're evil because of what your ancestors did. And so you're, they're forced to live on reservations. And then they're, it, they're basically treated like second class citizens. People say, like, whenever they come in a situation, like, a, a situation with someone, they're like, yeah, well, you, you have the, the evil blood in with, within you so there's a, a, a scene where a kid turns his parents in because they're trying to rebel against the government because you know they refused they, they believe in the greatness of, of themselves and things like that there's a whole bunch of themes that that talk about a lot of what we 're going through with sins of the father, uh, white privilege gulags and all of that stuff and that's what the show is really about and so at first i was like i gotta be honest when when someone told me it's about people who like use these ropes to fight giants i'm like i really don't want to watch that yeah and then when the robot jordan peterson said you gotta watch attack on titan or you can probably do it you have
3: to watch it on right now watch attack on titan embody the archetypal hero sit on your couch so i watched yeah. it yeah and then
1: <laughs> it's like it's it's crazy how there's like one scene where there's two little girls and uh, one little girl's mother was killed, and but she's the evil race, and so then the not e- like the perceivably you know the, the the one girl she's like your people are evil and your mother deserved to die and she's like why my mother didn't do anything to anybody and she's like because of your blood and it's just. Yeah. It's brutal, man. Show's so cool. And then there's like people zipping around and fighting giants, so I guess that's a plus. But there's
2: also like, that reminds me of Fantastic Planet, which is, uh, you know, a movie about like the giants calling humans as pets. And it's a, it's a, uh, parable for Czechoslovakia and the Soviet uh, occupation. Oh, mm. oh wow. It's Was group. that how they were treating the Czechs? Because you would love this Ian, movie, Ian, because this is the most like, like, uh, psychedelic movie. Like, it's made by paper cutouts. You've probably seen the iconography. What's it called again, Fantastic, Fantastic Planet? Thank you. There's no way you won't love this movie. Oh, wow! And if yeah. what's really crazy is if you watch a certain version, it's dubbed, but the subtitles don't match the dubbing. There's slightly different translations, so you're watching it. It's a complete uh, it screws your head completely. Hmm,
3: interesting. It's interesting how stuff like that works in a cinema. Like the idea that Godzilla is actually a metaphor for nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, and it's and it's Gojira.
1: Gojira. Oh, you, well, you, I'm sorry, you. Tim. uncultured He's half Asian, you know. I was just doing an April. <laughs> f- in case you haven't heard, I was just doing an
3: April Fool's as joke. A, of course, it's
1: Gojira. Come as on. a as a factoid, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it, it's, it is Gojira. But because when the Japanese people were saying Gojira, Americans thought it was an accent for Godzilla. Wasn't Jackie Gleason
2: in the first movie? Was he or Orson Welles? It was some major person was in the first movie.
1: Know. First Godzilla. Yeah. It is kind of crazy. that There was a show where, like, the joke was he was going to beat his wife, and the audience yeah. would laugh. Yeah, yeah like, nice. I'm going to beat my wife. Humphrey and the audience Bogart like, hey. used
0: to smack women in the movies, and people would be like, "I
2: love him." <laughs> best best performance. A lot less back talk in those movies.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's very cultural.
0: Truth. Hey, I wanted you brought up uh, April Fools. I wanted to give you a little history yes, on April Fools. It's that.
3: Well, I'm just going to say whatever you're about to say. It's probably contested. It's cause probably cause no, one knows, cause no one knows because yeah, no one knows. Don't it's, trust did, me. Did you look up Snopes? No. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. From slash chips.com.
0: Those from marka.com. I've never heard of it. It's, it's Yeah, it's quick. Uh not that April Fool's Day Thought came from about 1582 as France made wow. the change from the Julian wow. calendar to the Gr- Gregorian calendar. Uh, April 1st was the first day of the year in the Julian calendar. And then when they changed it to January, they started making fun of, you said, probably making fun of people mm-hmm. that still lived under the Julian calendar mm-hmm. as they're all now Gregorian.
3: So I, and I mentioned that before we started the show. My, I, I mentioned that before starting the show. My citation was an episode of The Simpsons. Perfect. So that's yes, I, the I, I also just want to, <laughs> yeah, I want to do one thing um,
1: for everybody who's listening. Put a one in the chat if you think that Michael Malice will finish the whole pizza by himself. I'm not gonna finish the show. whole pizza. I'm not but, but is he well, lying? Is he lying? That's the question. I'm not. Yeah. There's no way I'm finishing it's this. Pizza. That is April Hit the, hit the show. like button if you think he's lying. There you okay. go. Perfect. No. <laughs> also, if you think he's telling the truth, and send a dollar. Yes, also, hit the like button if yeah. you think he's telling and the truth, and send a dollar to <laughs>
2: PayPal at MichaelMalice.com <laughs> yes. if you think I'm lying, dude. Michael, how is Austin? I gotta ask you. I gotta know. I. I am so, so, so happy every day in Austin. I can't even begin Mm. to tell you. And I'll give you a rundown of reasons why. First of all, I didn't realize to what extent living in – I was just in LA last weekend signing hardcovers. I didn't realize to what extent living in New York, I had this background music of anxiety and tension. And I don't have any of that in Austin. Second, Austin is such a Venn diagram of different scenes making it happen. And everyone is very collegial. Like they all get together, and and you you when you meet people, you're friendly. In New York, when I would go to an event or meet someone, I'd have to bite my tongue. Like, who is this person? Yep. Are they going to be annoying? Are they going to smile out to my face and go on Twitter and blast me? There's mm-hmm. none of that in Austin. Mm-hmm. There's things I miss. The restaurant scene is not what it could be. Austin closes down early. There's no like diners. So if it's like one a.m. you want to get a bite, what? you go on IHOP, which was a situation. Mm. But I am turning my house into like this get together space, so that all the people coming through can I throw these little events, everyone can meet each other and hang out. And it, I did only one so far, and it's worked absolutely swimmingly.
1: I, 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 have a, I have a question. Hello, it
0: is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do diners in New York City take reservations? No. Oh. I don't get it. So I had a tweet that went viral on Reddit. The left was attacking me because I said I went to a diner and they sat someone before me so I got mad and left. And they were just like Tim Pool doesn't know what reservations are at and a I, diner. And this, but but the, the reason I asked is I, I was like so. maybe maybe the people who are sharing all of this live in New York and like New York is so crowded that they would take reservations at diners. Never
0: it's too charitable,
3: man. They're, They're just dumb. Yeah, I guess so. That explains yeah. it. Yeah. I
0: worked at like a nice diner. It wasn't a diner. That's the thing. It was a French Canadian restaurant that served diner-ish but really high-end food. And we definitely took reservations, but it wasn't a diner. You know, it wasn't like you know you get your diner food your 7.95 $7.
2: there is a Eggs restaurant in new steak. york i don't know if it survived covid called diner mm. um but I, they did take reservations but obviously that what you meant or was yeah it? i've
1: been to some i've never been to a diner that took reservations it was the weirdest thing to me when the left was like tim pool's so dumb he doesn't know what a reservation is and i was like Drew, bro we're at a diner like you walk in and there's like one like haggard old lady with a cigarette going where do you want to sit and i was like no she goes sit
2: anywhere you want honey well no they were like there's a wait there's a 20 minute wait Mm.
1: and then i was like okay and then they sat actually two groups before us and i was like okay i'm leaving like i'm not and then i tweeted about it kind of as like a half joke because like you know i just tweet as to to be silly but also because i I was making a point about being a disagreeable person on 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 petty petty bullshit as and the point being that uh it, it helps you in business being disagreeable, especially yeah. on petty things. You don't want to be a dick to people, but if you're unwilling to compromise for small right. things, then you'll, you'll tend to get better
2: deals. You, and you have to establish your own boundaries too. Because pe- I'll give you an example. This this actually happened. I flew to LA because I was being interviewed for some HBO documentary, um, which I'll get into That's in in a, in a future date. And they were dragging their feet about booking my planes. So I'm like, I'll just do it myself. You guys can pay me back. I booked the flight. I get back. I do a killer interview. They really liked it. Great. And they're like, all right, um, before you get reimbursed, you need to fill out this like W-2 or W-9. And I go, you have all the information you need. You have my PayPal address and you have the receipt. You can choose to pay me back or not. That's your prerogative. I'm not doing one more thing. And they were like, well, we have to. I'm like, you have – I've I've said my pieces on Yes Discuss. They paid me. But that's the kind of thing where – that was me being very, very petty, right. but it's amazing how companies will make you jump through hoops mm-hmm. um, even when you're helping them, and I'm very big on really being obnoxious about it and drawing the line ahead of time because otherwise, they'll just keep asking for more and more and more.
1: No, I totally agree. Yeah, I... I why wouldn't they? I. Yeah,
0: the machine craves profit. Why
1: wouldn't they? It, Leverage is everything. Leverage is everything. So you, you go into a business meeting. If, if you go in with a mentality of desperation and right. need, you've right. lost. 100%. But if you genuinely need well that's your position so you know i've been in positions where i go into a business meeting knowing like if i don't get this deal i'm screwed and i walk in and i'm like what do you have to offer and they'll be like we're going to pay you this much and i'll be like "Mm, make it a little bit more and they go okay And i'm like all right thank you very much i've been in business meetings where i didn't need anything from them and i walk in they're like we want to pay you you know a hundred thousand i'd be like "Mm, give me half a million and they go we we can't afford that i go well thank you for your time yeah you know it's it, you've got nothing for me
0: yeah when you go into a, a meeting or a or interview or whatever you want to ask them what what can you give me can you give me what i need even if you you're the one desperately in need don't let them know that you you put them on the defensive and you ask them if they can give you the things that you need and That's
2: let me it. say one more thing kids if the filthy hippie is telling you to walk in the business <laughs> meeting and say gimme 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 you know it's coming from a place of truth
0: of psychedelic
1: <laughs> my, 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 yeah the my, the, my favorite uh, one of my favorite fa- uh, favorite bits of advice i gave to somebody is I, uh, they got a job offer at a company I worked at his vice. And, um, I told my friend like, Hey, I'm putting in a good word for you. I could use your help. Tell them you want this job. And he said, okay. Mm-hmm. He emails, he messaged me back saying, Hey, I'm not going to take the job. They're only offering me 60 K a year. And I said, uh, well, how much do you want? And he was like, I don't know. I don't really want the job. And I said, okay, would you do the job for 80? And he goes, no. I said, would you do the job for 90? And he goes, no. I was like, would you do the job for 120? And he goes, well, <laughs> 120. Yeah. And I was like, so that's what, that's your answer, email back. There's no no in business, it's just terms. And he was like, you want me to email back telling them to double their offer? And I was like, you don't want the job any, what's your worst case scenario? You don't get a job you didn't want? Right. And he was like, oh okay. He emailed them, and they were like, we appreciate your response, but we're unable to pay you that much, and he was like, okay. And then I was like, what was your worst case scenario? And he's like, nothing. Right. And they came to me and they were like, your friend asked for a lot of money. And I was like, yeah, he didn't really want the job. No, it's like, your. <laughs> fr-
2: but but in their heads, your friend is worth a lot of money. And right. They're going to reach out to me next time instead of being – now they're going to know what his price is.
1: Exactly. So it'll save everybody a lot of time. Yeah. So here's what I love asking people. I've pro- I think I brought this up on the show a year ago or so. Uh, Michael, if you got a phone call tomorrow morning from McDonald's corporate HQ and said, Michael, we want you to run the cash register at our uh, Des Plaines, Illinois location off of, you know, 355 or wherever, I don't know, what, what would you say to them? No. Uh, for you, it might be, I, I would be reticent or reluctant to say wrong answer, but that is typically the wrong answer in business. There's, I don't think there's any amount of money I would do that for because that meant
2: I would. It's not the money that's the issue. I'd have to sacrifice my entire career or all right. the one I'm working towards. That's why I say for and, you. Yeah,
1: but for the average person, the answer is how uh, much? Uh, yeah, right. Give me two hundred grand a year. Yeah, well, yeah. two hundred.
2: But for a lot of people, that's. I mean, th- they would take. Th- they would gladly do it. For well, I was going to say less. I was going to be oh, like, okay. tell
1: McDonald's you want hundred grand to work the register. Most people are going to be like, <laughs> yeah, no, but then you've got to move. <laughs> that's true. You know, and so that's, and that's I, very
2: expensive. Not to have friends.
1: Mm. And it, it, it's it's sure. business is all just about. The terms and the leverage you're willing to, to, to make. So the, the more you're willing to sacrifice, the more leverage you have, the more you win. So if you're like, look, buddy, I'm willing to sleep on a park bench and I got nothing to lose. You're paying me what I want or you're not getting me. They're going to be like, oh, man, I guess we have to. No, but no. some people have families. Or they go, they ah, I guess we really don't want them. Yeah, fine, whatever, and then go sleep on a bench. Yeah, I yeah, actually this, or don't this happened to me. Uh, I ha-
2: was working. I had a meeting with a celebrity when I was doing my co-authoring stuff, and we really, really hit it off. Um, and I, you know, I, I had my standard fee, and they came back with half of it. And in retrospect, I have to appreciate that that was their move. It's like, oh yeah, you're asking for X. How about half X? What have they got to lose? Right. Mm, I was yeah. livid, and I don't even remember if I took
1: that project or not, or if I know I did. I, I I you, you, know, you know what I do? I don't respond to them. Oh, yeah. I actually snapped at one of the biggest radio, uh, like biggest production companies and like distributors in the world. I I had this big business meeting. I'm in a room with like 10 people. And I don't want to give away too much information for the sake of their privacy because they work with some people, people like very, very famous personalities. They sent me a contract with the most insane and ridiculous terms I'd ever seen. And I responded back with, "Is is this a joke? Please, if you'd like to do a deal with me, come back with a real contract. And they said, this is normal in business. You would hire an attorney. Who would amend the contract and I said, if you think I'm going to spend five grand to correct your your bullshit, it's not happening. And so I just said, feel free never to email me again because I'm not going to waste my time one second further. Yeah, that
2: happened to me not that long also where there's some congressman from Brooklyn. I forget his name. His chief of staff just emailed me. He's like, oh, we'd love to have a congressman on your show. Great. I go, how about like – one hour on Monday we could talk about his background because he had an interesting background and they go oh he'd only be available for 20 minutes and how about on Wednesday it's like I have an hour long show I didn't respond it's just like you're pushing him onto my show and then you want me to restructure the whole show for you who the hell are you you
1: but there's there's something about not being joe rogan i guess to use it to, for lack of a better analogy where these people think you're willing to take this because we get we get hit up fairly often from people who are Wait, like
2: can i ask you do you think it's that not being joe rogan or the fact that they're so oblivious to how podcasting works and how the internet works that they really don't think in terms of like cnn may, hits
1: maybe but I, i'm pretty sure if they reached out to joe and joe was like i'd love to have him on the show they would say tell us how, how, how you know where to jump and how high like just let you, us know what here's you Here's
2: why I, I think you're wrong because when I – when the new right came out in I believe 2019, I got booked to do Rogan and I got booked to do Ruben who's very big at the time, both of them obviously. And I asked my publisher if they had money for travel, which not, they don't always do and that's fair. And they put, told me in writing, just the head of publicity, no, they can do Skype. <laughs> so this was twenty nineteen. And the idea that I got on Rogan to promote this book and I'm gonna call him up, be hey Joe, we're doing Skype, is so hmm. removed from what is you and I would regard as normal or
1: sane that a lot of times I have to wonder what planet these people are on. It's true, but we've gotten hit up by people who uh work in a similar space and they'll be like, Hey, this celebrity, this this prominent personality can come on your show, but you'll have to pre record or move your Damn. schedule. And I'm like you guys work in the same industry.
2: And you know what else they don't realize? Is a lot of these people that are maybe big names for people who read OK Magazine, if that's still a thing, you're not gonna get the big numbers having them on the show, cause right. it's gonna be vanilla, they're not gonna say anything interesting, yeah. and it's gonna be like people tune in, but you're not gonna have the traction.
3: Exactly, they think because they get a bunch of views on their platform, which was provided for them by someone right. else who built it, that you're lucky to have them on your show or to collaborate with them. It's like, well, but they're not interested. Let's,
1: let's, uh, let's hard segue back to, uh, the politics stuff we were talking about, cause yeah. I wanted to ask you, Michael, about, uh, let's talk about what's going on with russia and ukraine Ooh. obviously you were born in ukraine uh-huh Lvov. Uh and lviv uh, i guess Now lviv yeah, yeah yeah i'm just curious what your thoughts are what's going on you know russia said they were going to shut off so here's the big news russia threatened to shut off gas to europe unless they opened bank accounts that would hold their currency u.s dollars and euro which would then do an exchange for rubles and april 1st came and putin did nothing like, a, whi- like, a, like a whiny little bitch he he failed to uphold his own threat against these nations. So I'm curious, you know, your, your thoughts on what's happening. I've been asked this more than any. This is probably the question I get
2: asked a lot and like people blowing up my phone. Um, and I pride myself on trying to have an interesting perspective or at least say something uninteresting in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. And I got nothing on Russia, Ukraine for the very simple reason that I don't understand Putin's end game. Uh, I don't understand how he thought this was going to end up. That I can tell you that anyone who just says he's stupid or he's crazy, that just means they don't know either. They're just using this kind of word to kind of kind of do the work i
1: I just i just assumed you knew that um the 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 spear of destiny has been buried in western (laughs) the holy lance (laughs) um so putin going for the spear of destiny
2: (laughs) i i I raised like five grand for uh ukrainian refugees my dad was recently he had business in ukraine he was on a train getting out of there and he was seating next to some kid and the kid kept crying saying they're going to kill my dad they're going to kill my dad my, I, was, I heard this through my sister and my dad, who I've never seen cry in my life, who is kind of – which is a big surprise looking me – kind of an ass um, and not a very nice person just like myself. For him to lose it, it really says a lot, which is why I was comfortable raising all that money. Um, what is not – in dispute is that millions of people fled war, understandably. Uh, and uh, my concerns are also with the Russian population, mind you. Like the fact that someone's living in Russia and now they can't use their phone or they can't use uh, some bank account just seems crazy
1: to me unless – we're not talking about the high-up Yeah, but, but look at what – Russia is back on track. Well, they, yeah, and the ruble has restored now, its value. They, they turned McDonald's. They turned the, Mc, the M like sideways to make it a B and now it's called like uncle something. No, is it, it isn't. Is it yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah, oh. they, they, they've yeah. They've repurposed – what Joe Biden has done – is he severed the ties between Russia and the West. These restaurants still exist. Right. The Russian supply chain still exists. So Putin basically is like going to industry and saying, get what you can. That's why Putin threatened Europe. He said, you've got to open Russian bank accounts. It, it's forcing Western nations to open Russian banks, propping up their financial industry or their financial sector.
2: My, As you and I mentioned a little before the show started, I what they're doing is an enormous attack on the value of the dollar. Hmm. Uh, whether by design or otherwise. And if I'm a businessman and I see what happened like with Canada with the trucker convoy, and I see what's happening with with inflation here, and I see that my money is not going to be safe in U.S. or Western banks – I'm going to put my money elsewhere to make sure that money retains or increases in value. And that is a very dangerous slippery slope we are going down, whether by design or otherwise. Well,
1: you, you heard the, the BlackRock guy saying, put your seatbelts on. It's going to get real bad. Inflation.
2: But I think we all knew, I, cause one of the things that we all talked about in like 20, early 2020, mid 2020 is, You can't just shut down all industry and not have an economic, Mm -hmm. like, massive consequence. Like, that's not a thing, or else every so often we could just be like school teachers, just not work for three months a year. So at some point those chickens
1: are gonna have to come home to roost. This is not in dispute. No one doubted that. So you've gotta, you've gotta find places to put your dollars. What, what does the average person do? Right? I mean, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's gonna be like Venezuela. Get your money and spend it immediately on whatever you can. I,
2: I would, honestly, I'm not gonna, this is gonna sound like a joke, but I would put in crypto. I think crypto is going to be a much better store of value in the short term, let alone the long term, I think, uh, than the US dollar. I
1: think crypto is what the World Economic Forum is, is hoping for.
2: You think so? You yeah, think
1: absolutely. It's digital currency.
2: No, they no. I'm not their digital currency. I mean things like uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. I
1: know. Yeah, I know. They're they're stoked on it. They're very excited for it. Bitcoin will be their gold, and they'll use Ethereum is on the is on the is what's is on the uh, Amazon Web Services, right? AWS. Mm, I don't know. Is Ethereum Ethereum is basically a company, right? So uh, Bitcoin is decentralized. That's resilient. But what I, I think the, the 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 elite, the the World Economic Forum, uh, Davos group types, they are they are betting on this.
2: You don't think crypto is a better store of value than the U.S. dollar? Oh, it absolutely is. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. When when
1: when when Klaus Schwab and these international corporations are betting on Bitcoin, you bet along with them, right? Yeah. You, you, you here's 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 what, here's what people are doing to make money. They they look where Nancy Pelosi is investing, and they invest right along with her. Yeah, cause she's got an inside track, right? I, I told this, uh, before, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if you know this, but I went to Davos in, I think it was 2017. I have friends who set up a peripheral event outside of the World Economic Forum at like the base of the mountain or whatever in Davos. The whole city becomes events, pop-ups and bars and crypto was the theme. Everyone wow. there was like crypto, crypto is everything. So I bought a, I bought a bunch of crypto and I'm very happy that I did. I think, I think, uh, these elites, they want digital currency. Bitcoin's trackable; they can they can see yeah. everything you're doing, you know. And uh, so it's it's perfect for them. They 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 can ban you. They can shut down your account. They can ban addresses. If I've got cash, I can pull out you know a five dollar bill and hand it to Ian in exchange for a beanie or something. But if we're doing Bitcoin, my address can get blocked on the network if they control transactions. So the Bitcoin. Uh, let me clarify this: if they can get control of apps. If they can get control of financial institutions, there are companies that facilitate Bitcoin transactions. Sure. You'll always be able to have your like rudimentary decentralized service and you can find an open source way to transfer Bitcoin. But for the average person, look, you can hide, you can put stacks of cash under your mattress or you can put it in Bank of America. You put it in Bank of America, the government can, can, can take your money from you. So th- that's what they want. It gives them substantially more control. You'll be less likely to be holding any kind of cash. You won't be. So no one's going to – no one right now, uh, no average person is going to open up a Coinbase account and an open-source third-party wallet because it's going to be too confusing for them or they're not going to care. If they are into crypto, it's going to be because it was simplified by, say, Coinbase or Gemini or something. Sure. And the government can easily seize all that stuff. So it gives them more control. It's like we saw when they tried to do that thing where they were going to track all, tr- all accounts that had 600 bucks or more in transactions. Right. Yeah. This is the path forward for them. Mm-hmm. That being said, despite all that – Yeah, I I I bought a bunch of crypto recently,
2: but I also think that this is a huge market incentive to provide wallets that are as easy to use as Coinbase. Because once this becomes like, for example, Apple uh, a couple years ago made it so that even Apple couldn't get into their own uh, iPhones because uh, as because then they were like, if we leave a backdoor for law enforcement, that's a backdoor for hackers too. It's got to be open source. Yeah, I agree with you. So so the I think but don't you think the Bitcoin people know this? Yes. They're yeah, the kings of
0: open source stuff. Yeah, we were looking at, uh, crypto payment systems. MetaMask is not open source at the moment, which is a little disturbing. And that
1: means any company can have the government go to them, issue a national security letter, then you're gone. And
0: you wouldn't know. Like, that's the problem right. with when the source isn't open, you don't know what their code is doing. It could be feeding data to the FBI as we speak. Coinbase could be very well and you wouldn't know. I'm sure they are. I would but, be surprised but, but, but if they were. But of course again, what they are?
1: Bitcoin is still, you know, the bee's knees, right? Regardless of what bad people want to do with it, don't let that that stop you from recognizing how powerful it is and how it can greatly you know help people. But also
2: recognize the risks. Oh, at what point? At the present time,
1: I'm not telling anybody to buy anything. Keep that in mind, guys. No financial advice for me. I'm just saying, don't you know do your own research and figure out what makes sense for you. In my personal opinion, for me, I bought a bunch.
0: At what point can the cops institute civil asset forfeiture? If like, what level of cash? do you have to have on you before they can just take it for it's no reason it's not a level
2: of cash It's is even a dollar it's yeah. just a, it's just a measure of them deciding that it was used in the drug transaction
1: that, that, that and and not only that but like let's be real ian they can take your shirt off your back and then lie about it
0: that's so brutal that's but i mean legally cool legally they could take my money and oh, be like he's he, we thought Never. he was planning on spending it on something illegal so he's, we took no, or, money. or he
1: got this money because he sold drugs you see that story about a woman a dog s- s- sniffed her out she had a bunch of money in a brief she had like what did she have like a 100 grand or something and then the cops were like smiling saying like we took this money from a woman and everyone was like i tweeted this i was like so you're saying you just robbed some lady yeah and everybody was like yo they said she didn't commit any crimes they just took her money
2: they those are the only dogs you're allowed to hate <laughs> Drug dogs? Yeah. Uh,
0: but can they take the money and say we're just taking it because we think you're going to commit no, a crime? No, They have to okay, say you, they, have to, you did. So
2: this is how asset forfeiture works. And there's a lot of movement right now in politics, thank God, to rein this in. Uh For the first time, I think, in the last year or the year before, more money was seized through asset forfeiture than through all burglaries combined. So basically it goes to this medieval concept. Where if I kill you with a sword, the sword is guilty and the sword can be destroyed. <laughs> this was like a thing. Yeah. So basically what their point is, well, we're not going to allow, as part of the drug war, people to enrich themselves through drug, uh, uh um, dealing and so on and so forth. So I go to your house. I've decided that you're a drug dealer, so on and so forth. I seize all of your assets, your, your boat, your house, your, your, I seize your, um, uh, uh, bank accounts. And they become basically the property of the cops and this, and then you have to sue, although you you have not gone through due process and been found guilty to get that stuff back. Now it's really hard to sue when all your money is spent and all your assets have been taken Mm -hmm. from you. Okay. So that is kind of the situation and it's really un-American and unconscionable. And it's kind of surprising how much it's under the rug.
0: Yeah, really. It's so disturbing. It's
2: very, very disturbing. And I got to tell you, if someone is a drug dealer, as which something I do not support, to have like every penny that they have just taken from them overnight seems a bit much when that's not done to murderers or people who harm children.
1: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Yeah, nonviolent drug offense, man. Let's talk about it. This is the, I think Nat, Jerry Nadler just has been pushing forth legislation. Let's uh, talk about it right yeah, here.
1: From t- com. House passes bill to decriminalize marijuana federally. And it was the Republicans who said no. Democratic Rep. Jerry Nadler passed with a vote Oh, uh, his bill, sponsored by, uh, sp- sponsored by Nather, passed with a vote of 220 to 204 along party lines. Republican reps Tom McClintock, Brian Mast, and Matt Gates joined the Democrats mm-hmm. voting in support of the bill. Democrat reps Henry Queller and Chris Pappas voted against it. I'm, I, I would really love to hear from Thomas Massey mm-hmm. why he is not listed among these Republicans. Did, did he vote against this? This is why I don't trust this stuff. Right. When the you, framing. When you hear it's like, Democrats want to make it so that you can have pot, and then you hear that certain Republicans like Thomas Massey or Marjorie Taylor Greene, maybe not Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's more conservative, Thomas Massey's more libertarian, but I'm like, where are the more libertarian voices? Matt Gates is, is voting for it. It makes me feel like it's probably not exactly what it
2: is. I can guess why someone would vote against this as a Republican. First of all, Mass just followed me on Twitter, so congrats to him <laughs> for voting for the drug legalization. Nice. Um, I think it's a very dangerous, slippery slope. If the federal government starts taxing things, that could be what they're concerned about because that's yeah, not a thing. I bet that's it. Yeah, and it's proposed that they're going to do a five percent sale. I think sales tax up to sales eight. tax is a state level. So now you're going to have a state and a federal tax just of for course, one product. Yeah. That is what I think would be the big concern.
1: And mm-hmm. it's I it's, buy it's, to it's, guess. And to be honest, it's 483 pages, oh, which geez. is another reason. It should be one page. Yeah. Right. Marijuana oh. is here by legal. This, this is why I'm saying I don't trust yeah. them.
0: And Massey's good at finding a thing in it that's like, whoa, you're slipping this in. I'm not oh, voting for this. Yeah, yeah,
1: he'll read it. It's got stuff like coming through Puerto Rico. Well, the other by thing in the bill that transfer. I saw is also it's retroactively
2: um, letting people clear their records. That's why I want wow, well, so well, well,
1: to. Well, Donald Trump, <sighs> as I stated, should have granted clemency and pardoned all nonviolent drug offenses that weren't plea deal like that weren't played down so some people you know at first i was saying like he should let all these nonviolent drug offenders go um some people are like well what if they sold the kids i'm like Mm -hmm. okay 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 Mm -hmm. that okay all right right there i'm not sure right so not those people when they said what if they did something violent but took a plea deal you're right they should have a review process to go through legitimate cases of someone who was like charged with selling pot to another adult or something and trump should just get out of jail like so if they had hormone. a gun on can, them. can i just add one more thing if
2: you're someone who is on a grand jury and the point of a grand jury is the da or assistant da puts forth the evidence and the grand jury says is there enough evidence here to charge the person and put them on trial our legal system it's not your charge you have to get those charges approved by a grand jury if you're on a grand jury it is very easy to convince those grand jurors not to return charges on a drug charge and there's nothing the district attorney can do about it. So this is your ability, if someone is a nonviolent drug uh, uh, salesman or whatever, to get that
1: person off and save a life, especially if they're young and poor. I don't think uh, – th- th- here's the challenge, and, and this, I think this will be a good conversation for with, with you, Michael. Are there some drugs that should be illegal? I can't think of any. What about
2: like fentanyl? Well, no. The problem with fentanyl is the dosing,
1: right? Mm. Right.
2: You don't. It, it's not like someone is taking fentanyl, saying, "I want to kill myself." Yeah. They think they're taking, let's say, five grams, and they're getting fifty, or that five grams is is, and then your heart can't take, and you die. So, so fentanyl was sold at doses that people knew and understood. They give it in hospital. Yeah. This yeah. would be this would be
1: resolved overnight. So then, well, this is why I ask, right? Because then you have the issue of what if some guy is, arre- is arrested for selling? Let's say he's got. 10,000 doses of fentanyl and let, let's say they're not misnumbered or whatever and he dishes them out throughout a city this person should not be in jail or you know what do you think Th- this person is pfizer
2: hmm.
5: right
1: you just described <laughs> pfizer you are that's true that's absolutely
2: correct what about are yep. do you think
0: there's any drugs that shouldn't be regulated
2: what do you mean by? I think all drugs should be regulated by the market. The same way that, for example, if you're Jewish and you keep kosher, it's very important for you that you eat food that is in common with kosher law. Otherwise, it's like a major, major sin. And people don't realize this, but every food in the supermarket has a little letter K, that's right. and the K is not even strict enough. So the people who trust P. the, uh, the, uh, the, there's a U, there's, yeah, that's yeah, for the Passover. Yeah, yeah. If you're really strict, you have to have a U, not a K. Yeah. What, what is, the, the, other what is people, the U? The U is like a different kind of licensing agency, a rabbinical licensing agency. So what you would have is, is instead of having it be the FDA, who is you know, large to corrupt and whatever, you would have – just like right now at Whole Foods. You'll have fair trade or the little stamp. Yeah. I was on the plane just now, and the pretzels on the back said woman-owned. So oh if my. that's something that matters to you, you can look for that label. I mean the pretzels <laughs> would not shut up, and they were really annoying. But the
1: funny thing about that is when it's like woman-owned. Is that if you are a sexist, you could choose to discriminate against of these course. businesses.
3: Whereas like if it's- Well, cut, no, the pretzels- Well, no, or we, you could be like, well, I want more women cooking, women cooking No, they cost 80% as
1: much as the exactly. male on pretzels. <laughs> uh, Michael, how, how could there be a wage gap if there's no way to even define what a woman is? <laughs> that, that's a great point. I, so who's so
3: making Wage gap per, per
2: hour. To so
0: follow yeah. up on the question of a regulation, um, what you said that the thing I feel,
2: about I feel like Gen Saki. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, Mister To follow up, <laughs> as stated, um, Ian Crossland, press secretary. You yes. said
0: that the uh, that the fentanyl was about the dosing, the yeah. dosing. So if people were just like, I don't, I, there's no regulation on it, and the market dictates. And he's like, well, he's addicted to it, so I can give him as much as I want because the market's dictating.
2: The guy's pocketbook is dictating what he wants, but it's an addict, a drug addiction. Sure, but uh, what I'm saying is wh- the problem with fentanyl. There's two issues, or any addictive drug. It's the addiction, but also the ODing and dying, right? And that's the thing I, that's the first thing to resolve and people not knowing dosing. So the more information that's out there so people can make informed choices, the less people are gonna be
1: dying. What if it was regulated? Like, like like there's there's a drug store that's got all of the drugs, all of them, and you could choose to do whatever you know, but the store couldn't give you an overdose. Like you'd walk in and say You can only I, buy one dose at a time? No, no, like let's Well yeah. Well like aspirin. Imagine like with that what, like you only buy one tablet at a time? No, I well what I mean to say is there's probably different degrees to which it could be regulated. I'm not saying, you know, necessarily you walk in and they say you can only get one. Well, they have that, This we, we don't
2: have to guess about that because we have that now. Uh, tanning salons. You can only tan for X amount of minutes. So what they go do is they just hit six tanning salons. Yeah. And they also have it right now. There's a workaround for addicts where they go uh, prescription shopping. So I'll have four doctors give me prescriptions and then I'll get them all filled. So the, addicts, the thing that people need to appreciate is addicts are, Really, really good at resolving their addiction and getting workarounds. They're gonna because their entire identity and their entire worldview is about getting that drug. So to to pretend that they're gonna be playing by the rules as opposed to we have to realize what we're dealing with and 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 kind of work to
1: mitigate. So let's let's say the regulation is that the the fentanyl, for instance, it's being sold by a private legal entity. It has the doses have to be measured perfectly and isolated as single doses. Yeah,
2: sure. I think they would love that.
1: Yeah. So, so the reason I brought this up is like, if the problem is dosing, well, street doses can be all over the place. But if there is a, a a formalized process that the government's like, hey, if you're selling these things, you have to use like a specific machine that guarantees the dosage, so that you can't give someone the wrong dose. But
2: that's also right now in California. Like, if you go to like dispensaries, they can only be like twenty milligrams tops. So it's it's got this weird kind of situation where. But, all, but no. Also,
1: but I mean, like. You'll, you'll, you'll get a, a pill pack, right? Like you will for, you know, Tylenol or whatever. And it's just like, this is 25 milligrams of drug. This is 25 milligrams. Sure. You're not getting 75, 26, 43. Right, exactly. It's, it's, it's a, you know.
2: But that's what the market would have. There's no other, right. there's no like, it, it's not like you go to buy vodka and one bottle of absolute going to be 80 proof. The other
1: one's 10 proof. They're right. all going to be consistent. But the, you, you, you can go and get, you know, it, it's, it's, Right, the market does it.
2: Yeah, it's a fraud issue. But you need a prescription.
0: Would you need a prescription for the fentanyl then? And, and the people that can't get the prescription. No, I think that's the
1: point. I think the point is you, you already can get prescriptions for this stuff. We're saying prescription less. Yeah. Personal choice to go in and buy whatever you want.
0: I feel like they would just buy the thirty the thirty doses and take two or three at a time and so. Yeah, or get one.
1: someone to buy it no, for I, them. Right, they right, can right. Work around I'm, this I'm, easily. I'm simply pointing out that you might in the street get a pill that they tell you oh, was for one sure dose, that would cut back too, on that. That's right. a big part of the problem. That's a big part. Yeah. Exactly. But, but, but you're saying it sounds like you don't even need regulation in that capacity because why? Is I my su- phone going? Yeah, off? I suppose the bigger threat is that they're going to be shorting you. They're going to tell you it's a dose, but it's a half dose to save money. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, this is twenty milligrams. Well, that's when you and have bra- like, you th- that's when you have sugar. that's
2: when you have branding because then it becomes oh that stuff's weak. This is the good stuff. Same thing without any other product. Yeah, and then uh, like I'd- you know the thing with potato chips. Like you will buy the bag of potato chips is half air. <laughs>
0: that's yeah. so annoying. But or you, more, you know why that is yeah.
1: right. It's not like they do it on purpose. They,
2: they do do it though. on purpose. Dude, I got an it
0: iced settles coffee. settles, but it doesn't settle that much. I got an iced right. latte at, at Starbucks. It was like 90% ice. I got, mm-hmm. I sipped it, I
1: drank it, and it was gone. And it was a big no cup of ice. Well, oh, yeah, it wasn't they intentional. Light they ice. fill the whole yeah. cup with ice and then put the shot in the milk. It's <laughs> okay. the ice with a little bit well, of Well, to be fair, shrinkflation is through the roof these days. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh it's really funny. Someone, people, people are posting these videos of like boxes of cereal a, a, a week later. And it's like, they're just visibly smaller. But the funnier thing is when the boxes stay the same size. Yeah. And then you see the ounces on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Goes down. I'm concerned
0: about fentanyl. I feel like it's next level. Like heroin was dangerous, but fentanyl.
5: It's
1: It's, like, like, it's, like it's what's, crazy. It's going to be the have next guys,
0: 10 times stronger drug after fentanyl. You, and then we're going to be having the same discussion, but it's like you can only take one hundredth of a percent of what you could take. Have life. you
1: ever had taken opiates? One time, yeah. Have you, Michael, had opiates? Yes. Uh, Seamus? No. Uh, I would describe it as a nightmarish drug. I, nightmarish? Uh, I stretched nightmarish. on it, and it, it was useful. Because uh, when I you had know, a kidney stone, I was insane. given Percocets, yeah. and it was a feeling so good, it's indescribable. Exactly, yeah. And that terrified me. Oh, yeah, good point. I was like, wow. I know exactly why people get addicted to this stuff. It it felt like it, it, it's it's hard to explain. Right.
2: It feels like all your joints have become removed. Like if your body was made out of like hinges, like they get all unhinged. Yeah. So it's like all your body's just floating. I see why. I it felt floating like floating
0: and yoga are yeah, kind of yeah, from, yeah. from. I think that was all kind of combined in the early years.
1: I would describe it as like it felt like a a. a an energy of goodness emitting from every part of my body i was are, like are this you is a, a, so good tim cast sponsored by i'm literally saying it's terrifying for that reason yeah and, yeah. and so you know what i did even though <laughs> more I, yeah i tossed them out wow you could have sold those <laughs> <laughs> or giving it to uh, children, uh, suppositories. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, no, I was no, no. I, I threw it. No. I, I, I basically tossed it into like a, a like I put it into. I put it on my windowsill. Just threw light, it, I in, it in my cat's water. I was like, it's but it's then eventually it. I just was like, I don't want these things, man, because uh, uh, I got power tell you, man, of pleasure. Well, it's it 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 was it's it was scary. I'm like I completely understand why people can get addicted to this stuff. Because it just feels so good, and you think, "What's one more time to make it feel?" And good? And it's that
0: second time where, when things just and then f- comes it doesn't feel down. good
1: the second time; it doesn't feel as good. Yeah, chasing the dragon. It's it's like a, and I meant the uh, addiction starts to kick yeah, 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 in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, ever corned beef hash? <laughs> That's him. Hold on. You never had no for real. Now. You never had Don't him. assume. Delicious. <laughs> well, like the first bite is really Salty. good. The yeah. second bite is okay. The third bite is. Eh, and it's The fourth like, bite, you're like, I'm done with. That's this. like circus peanuts. Yeah.
2: Eat right? one. You're like, this is great. Yeah. The second one is like, please kill me and my family. <laughs> oh,
1: <no>. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I,
0: if we were going to use opiates as a species, that's how we should use them. You take one bite and that's it. You cut yourself off after that, if you can. You know, leave it to the to the addictive human to um, make that Ian? decision for themselves. Mm-hmm. Drugs are bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The word drug is very weird. What is a drug anyway?
2: It's It's a suitcase term. It's a
0: non-food that you ingest that does something to your chemistry. It's like
2: the word conspiracy. Like as soon as you hear it, you know it's bad. But it's like it's applied to things correctly and incorrectly. Caffeine's a drug.
3: Yeah, that's right. Psychoactive. But no one's ever like, like lectured stimulant. me about how caffeine opened their mind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, you
2: gotta try it. <laughs> You're gonna be point. like a different person. That's not true. People often talk about how if they don't have their coffee, they can't think. That's
3: They'll talk about how their coffee no, makes them better, but they won't be like, I'm enlightened because I had caffeine. They're, you know they're, what they're not mean? gonna that say it. They're not gonna, gonna say I took a it's caffeine pill and
1: I met the machine elves. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Michael, I want to talk to you about the machine elves. What do okay? Check this out. Here's what I was thinking. We talked about this last week. I was thinking that, you know, the brain naturally produces DMT. Okay, and so I, I wondered Am I in Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I was. I well, know. aren't you
3: writing that book on the machine elves? So no, I'm writing it's on the <laughs> oh, oh, go, good go. book.
1: God, in the future, you got to chill. So uh, here's what I was thinking: maybe if we had some opiates, yeah. we would be yeah. able yeah. to. Yeah. What I was thinking <laughs> was, was. Legal opiates. Let's say, uh, I'm gonna give you a wild bunch of ideas that probably make no sense, but it's fun. So, multiverse theory. Yes. That every possible permutation of existence can exist or whatever. So I'm, I was thinking about that and then I was like, if the multiverse is real and it's infinite, then there is a Batman universe. And each one of these DC universes could actually exist. So we're not actually imagining and making things up. We're just seeing into the multiverse. We're seeing a vision into the ether. I started thinking about that. I'm like, if people naturally produce DMT in their brains, what if there is a connection line, a very, very faint one? But some people who are very creative and talented have a stronger line than those who don't. The people who are NPCs have had their, their connection severed. That's why when they take DMT, they blast off and it just like, opens up the portal and they see everything and then it closes you see what i'm saying yeah but i i, I it's a little bit wrong from my
2: understanding we talked about this when i was on that's
1: why i said it's a bunch of crazy ideas that probably make no sense it but makes I'm just perfect
2: like, sense i just think it's incorrect oh okay. it's very coherent I, I we talked about this when i was on with alex which is the idea that in the same way that um a drawing of you or, or, or like the a drawing of you is you in 2d and this is 3d tim and the elves live in 4d right so we're 3D projections of 4D beings right. the point being that in the same way that I could draw Batman and he draw- exists in the drawing but Batman doesn't exist in 3D here in this earth a lot of people that we see around us in 3D don't exist in 4D so they are in fact background characters who do
1: not have a higher eye being well so the machine elves tell you secrets okay do they? I, I wouldn't know they, they, they tell you anything Well,, Al, that's what Alex Jones says. Yes, yeah, what Alex says, yeah. So th- that's kind of my idea that it's that you're you're getting a connection to them that right. They're explaining things to you and sharing ideas and information. And so those with more natural DMT in their system, might have a stronger connection to hearing the whispers and the muse and the, and the secrets. Well, and- the
2: other point that apparently there's a big distinction between people who take DMT and just see kind of shapes and colors and those who actually communicate with these entities. Um, and I don't know what, th- what causes this divide, uh, between the two groups. Maybe Ian has some insight. On I this. don't
0: know. My experience with DMT is still really limited. Um, I'm interested in, in changing well, that it, at some point.
1: So you said that some people don't exist in four dimensions. Correct. So they're NPCs? Yes. That's a scary thought. Why is it scary? It's just factual. What I'm thinking is- No, I just mean that there are some people out there that, you know, aren't- But that the same. Expi- does know, that explain you know. a lot? It certainly does. You know But yeah. That's what I was saying. That, that, that's what I said earlier, that, you know, for me personally, I kind of feel like I have a soul. I feel like there's a greater power out there, and some people don't. Maybe they literally don't have souls.
2: Right.
0: I was just thinking, it but, might be that calcification of the pineal gland has something to do with it, that if you're calcified and you're blocked, you're still seeing the shapes and patterns, but you're not seeing it clear enough to notice that it's, uh, Intel- sentient maybe even i don't know if the sentience is the right word but it's not alive i wouldn't call it alive but uh intelligent is that a fair word to describe sure. this this field this force god is it god in the image of man and that's why we think they're elves because we're getting this undulating fourth dimensional movement of in and out like like what if, tightness and expansion
1: yeah what if what if it's not necessarily that some people exist in four dimensions but that some people are ascending you know what i mean
2: that that's a good. I, I, my understanding is that this is the descending that we're a proje- just same way that a drawing is like a lowering and a projection into two D. Like if I drew myself, that this life or whatever we want to call it, this plane is a projection of four D, which is much more infinite.
1: So we're like so we're we're, we're like playing a video game, kinda. So we we are all fourth dimensional beings who decided to not all of us. No no no. I mean like us here because we're all special I, people. You are know? we? Even this I'm, one? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Believe it or not,
3: despite the Lucky Charms, if the theory follows suit in this and it's this, is, this, is,
2: this is what happens when Seamus smokes DMT. Hey, first <laughs> of all,
3: first of all, no one ever drank coffee and had this conversation. <laughs> I just right. want to flag exactly. that.
0: You. you know, coffee is actually attributed with ending the uh, or or starting the enlightenment, kicking the enlightenment, age of enlightenment off. They would sit around and stop in for those bars time. exactly. They you stop drinking video? beer? No, no. There's
2: a guy who makes like old timey recipes. And he made one about like the first types of coffee and he talked about like they would have these coffee bars and everyone, all the people would go there to be intellectuals.
0: Oh yeah. And so what it was up until that point was beer. You know, they, the water was dangerous to drink. Yeah. So people would drink yeah, beer yeah, and then eventually they just kicked in the coffee. Coffee became because of probably colonization and they were able to import, started importing and they're coffee. And they were all
2: tweaking and talking to all hours so, so and flapping their gums.
1: Here's what, you know, I, I suppose it was the first Tim <laughs> <cast>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I suppose logic doesn't matter when you're talking about multi-dimensional theory. I or, disagree. I think it matters a lot. Yeah. Well, then here's my question. Uh, what is the logic behind why some humans would be semi-fourth dimensional? Why would a fourth dimensional being come down to the third dimensional plane for entertainment? Oh, that's a good question. Right. Uh, My I, I, that's a,
2: I don't know. That's a great. I question. I think that
0: the body is an anchor. This body is is an anchor, and that that if you're if you're clouded and you're you're calcified, that you're you're not in control of the of the field around you. Like your your red blood cells have iron, which are magnetic, and you can not maybe not control the magnetic field around you, but it, interact with it, interface with it uh, if you're if you're dulled to that ability because you know you're clouded, then you it might seem like you don't have a soul, but I think people go in and out of either having a soul or not having one depending on if you're calcified or not and maybe it's not just calcified I don't you're, think you're people so appreciate how much wait, wisdom
2: wait. it is and what Ian says and the more you watch the show and the more you listen to him the more like suss it out this guy knows what he's talking about
1: but <laughs> I just thought and that's not really April crazy. fools <laughs> I, I just thought my birthday just I, I want to s- imagine that um we have a third dimensional plane let's put it in, in like a perspective here's the threshold of the of dimensional barrier we're down here milling about like little people all talking shaking hands and watching and observing then you move up into the fourth dimensional plane and you can see there's like tethers coming out of the people into the fourth dimension from that perspective it looks like each individual person has some fourth dimensional presence what if when you moved up to an even higher state you can see that all of those lines coming out are connected to the hands of one being and get this What the the people actually are are like sensory antennas that are just dipped into the water to collect information and then come back part of one being. But the elves are kind of like paper dolls
2: so like paper dolls is basically it's, you can one sense it's one being it's another sense it's it, you can see one end of the other uh, so they kind of meld into each other oh, really? so is it the kind of
0: thing where well, if, so if you touch your like hands
2: what I'm so, yeah I'm agreeing with you. If, yeah. if you
0: if you touch your hands together you feel your left hand with your right hand you can feel it with your right hand and you can feel your right hand with your left hand you, you have both feelings at the same time but in reality I can only feel what Ian feels and Tim can only feel what Tim feels yeah. but in the fourth dimension there's a being that feels both Yes.
3: yes yes correct Whoa. so this is the argument or is this what would people report on dmt or is that's the no I, we're just, we're that's, just... The, that's what people report this okay. and the
2: thing is that it, it it's very confusing not confusing but there's just a lot of questions about why this substance would have such extreme effects mm-hmm. on people just from an evolutionary perspective
1: how does that idea and why those effects be mm-hmm. the same for everybody how, do, how does that idea uh, uh jive with your idea on religion and god
3: I would say it's probably demonic. I don't know. I don't have an explanation, well, what, like, but if my my first guess would dark-sided. be it could be a demonic thing. What if, or but it could it could also literally just be hallucinations people are having. I don't well, know. No, no. It's, it's, like this idea
1: that um, we are all one with 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 God and that he can he, he like, you know,
3: he can feel what we feel, he knows what we
1: what we do and why we do it.
3: Well, he, we're created in his image and likeness and he does know everything. So could it be that well, so, oh, yeah, well, what number am I thinking of? Let's roll the dice well, and well, but find out. I didn't out. say hi, though. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. The, the 92. Idea, the point was that Ian We got it. Saying, <laughs> Dude, how freaky would it be if I told you? I was like, is it? The, the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> idea, <laughs> is,
1: the number was pi. The idea Ian is saying is that he can feel things, I can feel things, but then mm-hmm. a higher power can feel what both of us are feeling.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's I, I would imagine that would be possible. Here is that something. God could. Here is yeah. something yeah.
2: else that's really kind of interesting. There's something. What's I forget the term. I'm. The winds, wind. well, cause it, well, one sure, thing, You I'll live in, in the city for too long, man. I'm sure Ian knows the term for this. I don't know the term. When two people break the veil together and they meet on the other side, there's a term for that.
0: Oh wow. Mm. I need to know. That's crazy. Is the word sympathetic No, there's a word for there's
1: it. There's a term. Oh. I forget what it is. Shared hallucinations. And, and there was a, I watched Shared? a crazy video from Vice where this guy said that he, his, his, uh, he went, he did, he did DMT and he met a purple woman. You, I think we talked about this last time. No, this is not familiar. He met a purple woman and she talked to him about his friend. And she was like, he used to come by here all the time. And he was like, whoa. And they talked. And then he came back, when he came back down, he went to his friend and shared it. They shared information that they hadn't previously exchanged with each other
2: yeah and a lot of other people report that when they meet the elves sometimes the elves are like what are you doing here like how'd you get here like they're surprised <laughs> i feel
0: like um michael from the archangel from the bible yep. and his friends would take hallucinogens together and have shared hallucinations and that was god talking through them and michael
3: wait, was the best of the bible well, why? Why? Uh, i'm curious why what is the history of the that? Archangel? The old testament I, I, wait, 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 real yeah, quick i just want to point out i just want
1: to point out one thing Ian often just makes up these like weird religious connections. Yeah. Like, like angels doing DMs. I'm, like, um, I'm very
0: literal and realistic like I'm very into like common sense and realism, so I'm trying to make a realistic story about ancient history that seems kind of almost magical.
3: But I think you're trying to look at too much through the lens of psychedelics because A, I mean, you're discounting the possibility for there to be legitimate supernatural experiences, and also you're discounting that if they aren't legitimately supernatural that maybe somebody made it up. But I, I think you project psychedelic experience onto basically everything that doesn't fit within the ordinary confines of what we see in everyday life. I'll be
0: honest. I have been since I, I started getting into Terrence McKenna and the stoned ape theory, the idea that hominids at some point started eating psilocybin mm. and mm. gaining consciousness and, and awareness that that has really turned me on to like looking at the history through that lens now a lot of times. And like when they say they saw Jesus walking on water, like, yo, I took acid. I know what that, what, but, what hallucinations are. And when you see people, but like, do Whoa. People
3: on acid all hallucinate the exact same person doing the exact same thing at the exact yeah, same time. This is time, what Michael brought up is, is that people no. can
0: break through and have the same experience yeah. on DMT though. together. But large groups
3: different. of people, I mean, people hallucinate, but generally when a group of people hallucinate, they don't hallucinate the exact same but thing. But you could,
2: uh, 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 to play devil's advocate, haha. Sure. Yeah. There's also the ability of when a bunch of people are all on psychedelics, the power of persuasion becomes through the mm. roof. So if one person's like, oh, look, I see that. Everyone else will start to see it because the brain will fall in the Charles not Manson what, is but, a fantastic I also,
3: but don't, also I, don't you think if DMTs were it, and I'm not just talking about biblically, but in any scriptural text from any religion, don't you think they would mention psychedelics? Because right. we know that psychedelics are part of a lot of pagan religions, and they discuss it. So if they were part of these other religions, and that's how the texts were inspired, why wouldn't that be discussed? I think, I think you have to read a lot into it to come away with that conclusion. Well, on the other hand, we don't know what manna is. We don't know anything about it.
0: Manna from heaven? Yeah, yeah, the mana from heaven—is that what it was? It was no, like a, a, they, they, a hash oil. We don't, don't know. We don't,
2: they literally said they ate mana, came from heaven. Okay, what is it? There's no description of it. Maybe rainwater mixed with a plant. What do you or think? It is, boiled.
0: Famous.
3: Um, it was always Lucky described. Terms. it was well, <laughs> like bread, right? <laughs> it's, it's the, it, was it was always mana for the Irish. Is um, <laughs> it, 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 it potatoes? Is it that it? Well, it was it, it was. it was always described to me as um almost being bread like yeah. though I'm I'm far from being an expert I, here and it was food that was given to them as sustenance, not necessarily something for, to like produce in psychedelic it, experience. No,
2: my understanding is, like I in Jew school they taught okay. us this that basically they found that it like spontaneously appeared overnight. So it wasn't mm. absolutely something magical. I, we, ben yeah, Stewart would be good. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, would love sure. Ben
3: Stewart if you but haven't also, talked to him yet. I think I want to mention this. I think the big difference is if you're looking at psychedelics, I think someone who believed that they had a supernatural ability would say it's something found in the natural world that yes. leads to the supernatural experience. Right. Whereas man is the exact opposite it's something that appeared supernaturally but gave them the natural experience of eating.
1: We had a really good idea for a bit on Cast Castle where in the background... Cast Castle? What's that? Our vlog. Oh, our vlog, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. One of the bits is that while stuff is happening, in the background you'll see Seamus interacting with potatoes. <laughs> this is... I'm why not, does it have to go? Hold on, hold I'm on. I made this point can, about I, can, I make the, can I finish the joke, <laughs> Seamus? racist. One of the jokes was that like, Ian will be talking to someone about something semi, you know, just inane. And then in the background, you see a pizza delivery guy, like, handing the pizza to Seamus. And he pulls out a potato and hands it to the pizza guy, who then pulls out two smaller <laughs> potatoes and hands changes. <laughs> back. Or, or he
2: opens the pizza hysterical? box and his potatoes is the
1: topping. <laughs> yeah.
3: Wouldn't it be hysterical if, like, I <laughs> talked about potatoes the way, like, Ian will bring up psychedelics? I'm like, no, dude, I think they ate potatoes. I think they ate potatoes, and that's why they saw it happen. A got, man, it was the potatoes like, has you guys eyes. have to
2: try think it. Think about it.
0: Why yeah. exactly? Oh, because it. you
3: can see oh, it, and they have roots. It grounds you.
0: I think that the, the, when the authorities were writing the Bible, that they were like, if they take psychedelics, they're going to overthrow reality, because but that's what it makes <laughs> you
3: do. But that's no. what no. It helps people. I, I, hold it. On. I caught hey, that, Lydia. Wait, hold on. There, here, there's two things. First of <laughs> all, no secular or religious, there are no scriptural scholars who believe that the bible is written by a group of authorities of, mm. of authorities they they understand that these texts were not just compiled by one group trying to tell a story but also um, if you're saying the authorities were writing Wait, the bible that's you're, a different you what you said what, 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 yeah, yeah. the so scriptural scholars including the atheistic ones don't hold the view that like a group of people got together and said let's write the bible and make this what story oh no that's well, correct yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah what about the council and so your, you know, one, that's, that's when they said, what's through. going in and out yeah. exactly and so Ian, I, I think part, my question is, or I guess my point to you saying, because your question or your point here seems to conflict with the other point you made, because you're saying they got together, they wrote the Bible to have a specific message, and they didn't want us to use psychedelics. But your earlier claim was it actually happened, but these people were just using psychedelics and writing it from their perspective. Oh, no. And that, or so it didn't actually happen, but this was a, a drug trip. Um, started, I think that so they, the writers,
0: like John, the people that saw Jesus walking were tripping. But then when the Council of Nicaea got together, they were like, that stuff's too dangerous for society to do right right now we need to control of this let's well, not talk about the psychedelic stuff
3: so the problem i have with that is the people who brought the various scriptures that they had in their possession to the council of nicaea were really persecuted in order to have them so some of them had their eyes gouged out some people were were killed for having these scriptures because they're being persecuted for their beliefs and i don't think a text could mean that much to you for you to get together with a group of people and say you know what let's just mess with this and have it say whatever we want and remove the important but, but details. but I, I just Wait, want to point you know people who were there I out that i i see no
1: uh, logical basis for saying people were tripping when they witnessed something
0: well they said that they saw jesus walking on water so what what could you possibly give a logical ex- I mean, excuse could, of how I, that could happen my yeah.
1: point is ian you, you, have, you have you have you have a bias where you're like they must have been tripping when okay no, they all, not, not they, must
0: okay you're they, right they have i don't flu. want to say they must they, maybe they, they, were, were, like, they were like all sick but they used but, but, to get together and drink my, wine the elysium know okay my point
1: is you take every like you you have a frame of mind that was carbon monoxide people are, people are fairly familiar with your frame of mind and you're like i think it was tripping but there's literally infinite number of explanations for why someone could hallucinate something. Well, you know
0: that and the, also the, that laughing disease that they had for a while that was ergot a lot of this stuff comes from ergot which is a fungus that grows on rye that makes people trip out but it's also very harsh on your stomach and they would drink it with wine
3: but i think Ian, the problem with that is when you look at literally any historic document we have you can make the same argument even if it's describing something which seems perfectly natural, well, this person could have just been hallucinating because they were on drugs. We don't know that they're describing this properly. Yeah, I don't I want to come out and ha- say think, it happened like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's—I I think you actually have a specific. You have to have a specific. I think you have to have a specific reason besides saying this text is difficult to believe to make the case that the people well, who wrote it were on. For drugs. instance, the
0: burning bush. I've heard that it's, it was the acacia plant, which if you burn it and breathe it in, you start to have psychoactive hallucinations and that moses was sitting by a bush to start talking to him and then he started hearing god like you know i've heard god at burning man i took a bunch of mushrooms for a week and you start to hear the vibration make sentient sound it's i don't know where it's coming from or what but it is a real thing and i was on psychoactives at the time so right, that what's right. the burning
3: bush i got i got, a, I got but, a question. i, but I, got it, a, Ian, I, I think well, my point is whether you have a su- obviously i have a supernatural worldview i believe it was god but i think even if you don't believe it was god you can have explanations aside from this must have been it drug be Must Mo- this is lying? yeah goals. no if crazy if it didn't person. happen exactly i mean if it, it, it could be it really happened or it could be it didn't happen or it someone, be someone made up about Moses it. to make it exactly. sound smarter exactly well because we know historically that people will make stories up and so if you don't believe these stories are true because you don't think what's described could possibly have happened there are so many other explanations besides they were on drugs they were doing so psychedelics. let's let's, I let's found have manna
1: no no you guys I, I need wanna, to have okay. your long yeah. religious
3: let me read this about manna really
0: quick it's from exodus 1614 when the dew evaporated a flaky substance as fine as frost blank at the ground okay so they're talking about like you put alcohol they're talking about that's how you make dmt You're, like you you extract the white powdery substance oh, that's here's, from, str- here's some here's right, some real right. i'm okay. just pointing out i'm just pointing out really the similarities reach. exodus 1631 the israelites called the food manna it was white like coriander seed and it tasted like honey so it's like a white
2: powder and that sounds like a drug experiment. So you can't, it you tastes... can't live on DMT. The whole point is manna was giving them sustenance in the yeah. desert. So even if what you're saying is true, they'd all be dead. They'd or it have could
0: no have been mixed with a drug. like ergot grows on rye, so they could have been eating rye that was infected. But with then But then they don't say what, what they they're
1: were. Yeah. They're all right. So so, so let's yeah. uh, well, let's move forward. I, I, I'm just curious. You know your thoughts, Michael. Uh, I think we should do an entire Timcast about manna. <laughs> yes. With DMT. What do you think happens when you die? What does that do with DMT? Well, like. Is, if, if we are meat puppets in the third dimension, sure. when you die, do we just like wake up in the fourth dimension as machine elves or something? Or um, I – excuse me. One of the things that they beat into us in Jew school,
2: uh, and this is something that I very much do prefer the Jewish perspective to the Christian perspective, is – I've used this story before – is let's suppose you go to this banquet and the table's just overflowing with food and there's every kind of fruit you can imagine and the wine's flowing and you got a turkey here and you got a steak here and hams and everything. And it's just like, you couldn't even begin to imagine this kind of banquet. And then you go to the chef, you go, oh, what's for dessert? Like how offensive that is. Mm. So in the Jewish perspective, to be like focusing on the afterlife when God has given you this amazing gift of life and how wondrous it is and how he wants you to be happy and achieve and just thrive and to just be looking toward dessert is really like spitting in his
1: face. I once I once had a, a very Christian friend of mine tell me that she couldn't wait until she died. The,
2: when I'm, I, I'm well, yeah, Ayn Rand was on that. Donahue, and he asked her, he goes, what's wrong with saying, you know, I like, I love life, everything's great, but man, I can't wait to die and find out what's going on. She goes, that's the problem. She's, he's like, what do you mean? You can't wait to die. Like, she's like, you said it unintentionally. And I'm not saying Shay is saying yeah. this, but this is a big concern, cause life is not a dress rehearsal and i think if you are a believer god put you here for a reason and to just think that this is just kind of you know the the warm up act can have some very dangerous consequences i, I think so,
1: I, I think a simple way to look at it for secular uh, individuals maybe is like a, a sorting algorithm
3: well, I, when I they mean, say
1: heaven and hell, you don't even have to look at it like damnation or you know salvation or whatever. It's just like a sorting out of them. Some people go here, some people go there.
3: I think it's an interesting point. I would argue, and you acknowledge this that you don't think this is the case for all religious people. I would say that you should, of course, be very grateful for your life. I mean, a belief in the afterlife should not prevent you from saying like this is just an unbelievable gift in general. An eternal life, as as we believe as Catholics, is very much a part of that and there, a part of is that. Is there going to be a but? Huh? There's a but coming. There's a, well, I would say what I disagree with is that a belief in an afterlife necessitates a rejection of gratitude for this life.
0: Yeah, we actually talked last night about some people that are just living for the now and take, take, take. They're not, it used to be that like, hey, do good Time in this life because when yeah. you die, if you didn't do good in this life, you're going to be punished. Mm-hmm. So people would, they wouldn't overthrow and burn things down. These people, these, I don't know if you call them godless, but if it's just all about now with nothing to work something well, some, i think some, we
3: would agree on this that you, gotta, you have to be grateful for and appreciate life but y- you have to be willing to sacrifice it if there's a necessary cause like you'd have to be willing to fight for like for your family if someone's trying to kill your family well, well, you, well, it well, wouldn't be right to run I'm away the, the let me simplify my it. family let me let me Take let me them, simplify it.
1: if you believe there is something beyond <laughs> you then you would recognize the other person's individual rights and liberties mm. so for me that's kind of my worldview like why would i respect someone else's Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is because I want them to respect mine. If you don't think anyone else exists or matters, you'll be solely egotistical and and, and strive for power and
3: personal gain at any cost. Are there other sects of Judaism that do believe in an afterlife in a more overt sense? They all believe in in an afterlife to some extent, (laughs) but they don't focus on it anywhere near as
2: much. Um, Mm. And one of the versions I've heard is that everyone goes to hell and your sins are burnt off. And if you're really bad, you're burnt or crisp. Then everyone goes to heaven and there's levels of heaven. But wow. There's about very little focus on the afterlife in, in Judaism. Like if the soul yeah.
3: Old Testament.
0: is an energy field that it's getting like coursed through yeah, the earth's yeah, yeah. core, you're sensing that hellish fire and then it courses through the galactic core and you burn with fiery rage and then you're let off into the universe.
3: I would not say it's an exact equivalent, but that's interesting because that is sort of similar to the idea of purgatory, though we don't believe everyone goes there. We believe like, some people do go to hell. It's, it's, it's like if you
1: went into the forest and you got covered in those little brambles
3: all over you, those spiky little things.
1: And then they're like, you're like, I can't get them off. So someone just takes a flamethrower and just burns you until they all get roasted. And then you're like, thank you. <laughs> but well, yeah. I and mean, I guess the I difference is it's exactly like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Literally
0: <laughs> the, the that. the difference. That's, in the, ta- that's in is in a the Talmud <laughs> <laughs> better. <laughs> Why Elon's building yeah, I a flame that flamethrower.
3: I, I guess I can't speak for the Talmud, but I know like the purgation that, that Catholics describe as something that it, um, it purges you of your sin, but it like, it doesn't leave you less than you were. Which I would imagine is what you guys are also arguing though, no, that right, it makes yeah. you better because it's getting rid of the, like, what is it, aspects. like, like a giant Purefied workout, man.
0: like a solar, a solar workout, S-O-U-L-A-R. Mm. It's a
2: Pendleton. A Pendleton? What's that? Is that that bike? You see the a Peloton. Where have you been in? Pendleton's the sweater, sorry. So it's like, you know, they
0: say resistance is necessary for growth. I wonder if your soul experiences heavily, heavy resistance after death in order for it to be purified. What if, uh. And the resistance is a form of heat, which we call We
1: are not projections of fourth-dimensional beings. Fourth dimensional beings are just controlling avatars. And so, like, when we die, we're nothing. We're just... And the fourth dimensional being was like, those cool, those Michael yeah,
2: but that Right, but that's like... Like, if you do a drawing of yourself and have a comic strip where Tim you know, and Ian are going to the store, blah, 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 and then you rip up the comic strip, Tim and Ian are still existing. Just well, yeah, but what, I, what, I, what I, I mean is,
1: like, you, Michael, being controlled by a fourth dimensional being... Not like, controlled, a projection. But what I'm saying is, like, when I play a video game, sure, like, the character on the screen is a projection of my will in the game... But when the character gets mutilated and erased, I just get up and I'm like, bye. And the character's gone. So for you or me in this world, once we are done... There's going to be like some some fat fourth dimensional dude in his basement going like guys I got oh that was cool I got to level fifty. There are no fat people in the fourth dimension. <laughs> that I can assure you. you know what believe I mean. me. I'm making a joke. Oh, uh, I've th- never seen a fat person in you the fourth dimension. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I like I've it. never heard such a thing. How you said Fat th- people in the fourth dimension. Remember the video of Trump playing the accordion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah.
3: good. You I've never th- seen a thin person in the third dimension but, quite but, frankly. But
2: would that be such a bad thing? If this was basically just a big video game, and then you know, us the as avatars vanish, and then the fourth dimensional Tim is still around, he gets another shot at it. Yeah, but what what I mean is,
1: we are not the fourth dimensional character. We're a ver- we're a projection of them. We're, but you're, if, you, when, if when I, my character when in a video apparition. game dies, its its consciousness doesn't transport into my body and I go. Wow, I remember everything. No, but, it's just gone. You're dead. But if you're
2: playing the video game like Zelda and Link dies, you Tim remember the entire experience, and
1: you're Link, not the player. Correct. Not Tim. Right. So Tim gets up and leaves, and you Link, you're gone.
2: Yeah, but it's. It, I would rather be the player than be Link.
1: I think you're both. That's, what, that's that what I'm, I'm saying right. in that situation. What, um, what I'm saying is, a is If Link in the game. I'm so scared of what the chat's looking like right Does now. Not I not looked at it yet. <laughs> I'm <really>? so scared. <laughs> ba- what, what I'm saying is based on your logic, you are an avatar for someone else. Correct. Not yourself. No. When you die, you die. There's no, you're, you're not a fourth dimensional being. A fourth dimensional being is puppeting you. No. If I'm making a video
2: recording of you, that is still a recording of you. It's not Tim and Link. It's video
1: Tim and flesh Tim what what you're describing is more like a fourth dimensional being has entered the third dimension yes or yes and what i'm saying is what if it's not like that what if it's a fourth dimensional being taking a controller and controlling you and then when you die he puts the controller down and leaves okay right i, I mean, mean like so me- we're all npcs some are just guided by no if we're guided beings. then we're the pcs that's what the pc means yes but you, but you but you, mm. but you don't exist outside of this world is what correct, i'm saying correct but we don't exist outside this world Oh, so that's that's that that's actually what it is. You're you're not a fourth dimensional being. Well, you're you got to proge- define you right.
2: If you're what if I'm you? watching a videotape of Tim, that videotape character doesn't exist in this three dimensional. What what role. I
1: thought you were saying is that the like there's fourth dimensional beings basically playing a VR game. So I, when they take sure, it
2: out, I'm not sure at all of the exact relationship at all. I, I can't wonder speak like on this.
0: if we are apparitions of a fourth dimensional energy force or something. Like why is it twisting together in the shape that it is? Why is matter bound in these boundary conditions? Like skin why does it stop here why 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 is it forming into atoms like where it is i don't understand why there must be a god i mean it must it always
1: comes back like why there it can't be no reason that, i mean well, maybe it can well as as kind of it's hard to describe what you just said you came to a i, I made conclusion that you know god i made statements that i
0: didn't back up basically and then said no but so i mean why? like a
1: lot of these questions have answers but not it's it's you know if if we if we talk about the fundamental forces of the universe that we think we know as humans through science yeah, you know, subatomic forces or like radiation or, or whatever then there's still questions on where those forces lead to after exactly. that
0: sure like they're spinning they call them spinners these subatomic things quarks leptons and so they're spinning and they form into protons or or electrons depending on the subatomic spin mechanism but why I just still haven't figured Wait, it out right. I, I got
2: a question Seamus if you think or suspect that psychedelics have some kind of demonic mm-hmm. aspect to them. Does that mean you will never try them? Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: Are you sure? You, never. Never is a pretty extreme statement. Never. Never. What if the church were like? Mushrooms are now.
3: Uh, I don't think they could. I don't think they could. This. Um, this. Been... This. This pope. There's a yeah. lot this pope can do. <laughs> are... Am I wrong? I'm not. I'm not even joking. Well, so there are certain teachers, Like like there are things that. If the church has established something like as an infallible teaching, they can't go back on it. He can add to things sure. or he can, you know, issue um statements about administrative things or his opinion on something, but they can't like reverse a teaching that was already there. Or, like, I thought they said limbo no longer exists. That's a really good question. So there's there's an argument about this. It's not the case that Catholics can't believe in limbo and as far as i understand again there are people far more educated than me on this who will argue that it is something catholics should believe it's not mandated by the church but it also wasn't the church taking something that was in the magisterium and saying no like the opposite is now true um or do they talk about psychedelics they don't do it yeah yeah well there's a passage in the catechism about drugs we got to go to Super Chat, the, so if you haven't already— the
2: argument is psychedelics aren't drugs, but they're medicine. Go ahead.
1: Smash Thank the you. like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends if you really like it. Become a member at TimCast.com to support our work directly because we are principally supported by our members. I'm going to read one Super Chat from uh, the most recent conversation first before going back to the beginning. Jacob LaBelle says, I only did DMT once. I didn't trip. I just blanked out and collapsed. Does this mean I'm an NPC and have no soul? Kind of freaking, to be honest. No, he's he just sitting down when you're doing <laughs> yes. it. Next question.
2: <laughs> oh, Sorry, Jacob. Were you
1: standing? <laughs> you said he collapsed. Blanked well,
0: out and collapsed. I'll always be sitting down, I would think, if you were going to do something like that.
2: All right. Jacob just hit control
1: up the lead. <laughs> Here we go. We got uh, um, Bon Tito Freak says, Hey, Tim and crew, I've been trying to reach you guys about openings for video game artists. This is my at on Twitter to discuss more. I've, I've also DM'd about it. Um, at guadmoon Moon at 27. uh 27. Seamus. What's going on with that art for that video game?
3: We be, we're we're working on it right now. Um basically we've been really slammed, but I just got a list of things from Chris and Andy that we are going to Sorry. try to get patched up so we can get this thing so, uh, right. And how I, can
2: you do something called Freedom Tunes and not once animate the best anarchist ever?
3: Did you, did you I, you've never asked. Oh. I have oh. I've said, I've, said all right, I've hit you up. I've been like, "Mouse, come on, Where's let's you, collaborate." You hit me up? I think I messaged you a while ago. We've talked about collaborating. <laughs> did you know so, like, that we, yeah. we, are, we are producing a video Dead game together? Dead to me <laughs> we are, we I are wish mates. you guys would no, have been sitting it. across from that
1: <laughs> Is
2: it called Unlucky Charms? Right.
1: <laughs> wow. Did we say the yeah, name? Yeah, well hold on No did one said, we, said we, the luck did, of the Irish was good luck Did we say <laughs> the name of the <laughs> game we're yet? about <laughs> that Look really in released, history, alright Have we released the name yet?
3: Of the game? Yeah Let's keep it as much of it under wraps It might be in the vlog It's called The Troubles Yeah, that's right Yeah. It's uh. The game is basically It's
1: a platformer where you play as Jameis And you gotta catch your lucky charms Oh
3: it's you have not to guess it's all. called their after the game, at all. Not yeah, the game no, at all not even
1: close all right let's read some more w falcon 59 says hey tim here's what may be some good news cnn plus is advertising on your show on spotify oh. i think you won oh wow I love it. cnn is like we know that you hate us please watch us yeah. <laughs> i just love the idea that cnn is doing third-party advertising on my show because it, it's ineffective 100 percent ineffective. cnn if you're listening take hey, he, some money I I know I'm like no no single person who's going to watch or listen to this show is also going to be like you know I heard an ad for CNN plus and I decided it's a good thing I'm yeah. convinced yeah all right let's read some more where we got Mr Grizzly Bear says you should call your coffee shop cast coffee Ooh,
2: like well that. all right Ooh, then that's terrible
1: okay uh, yeah. oh wait I'm cast like Tip cast okay it's better yeah, okay yeah, yeah. I'm into like well so <laughs> I was talking earlier brands. when when uh, Starbucks yeah. announced that they were supporting the uh, the protest against parental rights and education daily wire says they're gonna do their own kids content i was like why don't we open our own coffee house, yeah, coffee of chain course, yeah we you open one Such he's open good. more. you know what to call expect. it cast coffee no Be- the coffee beanie,
2: beanie. Yes. Oh, oh, I love yeah. it. come on that's, that's a perfect. no-brainer i like it uh, i love that's it brilliant. that's why they
4: pay
1: me the big bucks. that's
4: right <laughs> all
1: it. right daniel ashley says love to see michael malice there you go Anthony <laughs> Rondinelli says, congrats on your 500th episode. Woo. Love you all. Here is to 500 more. Yeah, That's man. That's great. All right. Okay. Some of these uh super chats I just can't read. They're confusing to me, so I'm just going to go past them. Just... Mentioning that Michael looks really good today.
4: Oh yeah. Beautiful.
5: Yes, yeah, course. he does. What else is new? All <laughs> right. I am an underwear model. That's all right. Yeah. Diraffity
1: says if Seamus ever does the Jordan Peterson prank calls, he needs to ask for Red Lobster gift cards. Oh my god. Yes. That is true. You have to yeah. go yeah.
3: you need to go to Red Lobster right now. Listen to me. We've accidentally over deposited in your account by ten thousand dollars. It was an no, no, accident. No. He's gotta be like
1: my car's broken down <laughs> and I need your help. You know, and they're like, how do I help? Just go to Red Lobster and buy, gift, you know, go to Walmart, get a Red you Lobster card. You need Red <laughs> Lobster gift cards. You have to sell them to me now. <laughs> All right. Dan Karna says, which journal would be Press Secretary Malice's most formidable foe? Formidable. That's a
2: great, great question. Um, I, I don't, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head because I think that if someone had tough questions, I would honestly say, let me get back to you. Let me do the research. And I'd want to give them that information because if they're coming at me honestly with journalism, yeah. I, I, I would respect them. So I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
1: All right. Here we go. It's see evil zombie hamster says, finally paid off the truck last week. Here's this paychecks truck payment to something Ooh. worthy of it. Oh, love you guys, especially you. Lord Ian, ruler of one square foot in Scotland. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Keep up the good work, guys. I'm always excited when I hear Seamus' voice on here. It's always a good episode. Oh, thank I you. Love you.
0: And that is true. Thank I am you. a Scottish lord. I yeah. bought a one foot by one foot square piece of land in Scotland. Lord, land. You can call me Lord yeah. Ian Cross. You're Crossout a modern you day like. Count Dankula. Yeah. Yeah. He is Lost, indeed, yes. Lost
1: Valley says, uh, Malice at the Cast Castle, a.k.a. Malice in the Palace. You Ooh. know it. There was a bar uh, in
2: New York called No Malice Palace where I had my birthday one year. That's <laughs> awesome. It. All
1: right. That's true anarchism. Jason, <laughs> Disneyland lifer and Disney Parks fan here, not a Disney fan, went back into the park in July. There were new faces and unfriendly environment. The CMs and lifers have suspected since before the pandemic that corporate has been up to something. Hmm. You know what? You know, I, I've been mentioning re- uh, recently, I did a segment on this today. That uh, have you seen the people on TikTok acting like uh, anim- animated characters? No, well, no there's something it. called like the twelve principles of animation. Scary. And this trend emerged yeah. where young people started acting like they're in Disney Pixar films. So you know mm. the characters and those things. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they started doing it, and now young people are actually literally adopting the behavior because they see TikTokers doing it. Good lord. So yeah. they're they're developing like ticks. Yeah, almost. And you so know? like
3: the, the twelve principles of animation are in large part to make your visuals look more lifelike, but it's also the case that in animation, you want your poses to read really well. So you'll have them move in ways that a person wouldn't move in real life just to communicate the expression. Right. So for example, like the ideally, the expression should be recognizable via silhouette. If you didn't see that person's face, you should just be able to tell from their body how they're feeling. It's, it's very, um, like almost vaudevillian yeah theatrical the they, yes exactly it's the same in theater like when you're theater a theater actor acting. you yes. you
0: make your arms huge because you yeah. want to project and yeah, yeah. it doesn't translate on on video which you can see with these people
1: mm-hmm. the coffee beanie yeah and we'll open a bunch and we'll just be like we're not playing any stupid woke stuff we're just going to sell cap- cappuccinos or something beanie. would you like I'm, would you like a sour lid on that
2: yeah i really exactly. i want <laughs> to make bowls
0: saying. that are upside down beanies because I wanted to pour Lucky Charms You, you want to, one you of want to those pack today. a bowl in? Yeah. 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 I want to pack it
1: with Lucky Charms. That's right. Michael? As I'm, one you, does. People, I'm not even kidding about this. <laughs> I'm not even kidding about opening a chain of, of coffee shops. I love the idea. Because I was talking about doing a sandwich shop before so that we could just do whatever we wanted. It would be so amazing to have subsidized sandwich shop where I can like a Karen comes in and is like, there was too much mayonnaise. And well, I'll be like, and? I wonder if you could buy like I want a, a coffee happening. farm
0: in South America. Buy one. Buy a coffee farm in South America just import your own coffee beans we
1: we, you know we'll do we'll do we'll set up the first store and it'll be uh the 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 coffee beanie a physical location that sells just coffee goods like starbucks would but we exclusively source Krigler coffee
0: brilliant which is great coffee by the way Krigler coffee
1: why why are you laughing i don't know all right let's read some more super chats um Scott James says happy 500th episode to Shimcast IRL and shout out to Ian on the Chrissy Mayer podcast fun episode also at Tim and Ian give Babylon 5 a watch if you like DS9 then you should like uh, B5 DS9 actually
3: ripped it off look it up okay nerd cool. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I also nerd! Yes. I, I would just like for everyone <laughs> to take a moment to reflect on Shimcast reaching its 500th episode. And what an achievement okay. that is for me! You've done a really good job. Thank you, you have a great producer. Thanks for hiring good me. At the helm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me into this. It's,
1: actually, uh, I'm not going to make my Shimcast joke.
5: <laughs> Don't do All it. All right. The it's teeth grinder funny.
1: says umpteenth unread super chat with a crying face, and then he says Michael's cosplay wins today's internet. Massive love and hugs to Tim, Lids, Ian, Seamus, Luke, and Absentia. And all at Timcast from Great Britain. I don't. I don't know what he means by Michael's cosplay though. What no. is that? What is he talking br- about? It, it means it's something British. different in British. Oh, wow. yeah, it's like the hood right. of a car. Lost in oh, translation. like a boot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. otherwise Thank awesome. you. Winking Walrus says, "You guys hear about Alabama constitutional carry? Like a couple of weeks ago, goes into effect January first. Cool. So next One year. Full. But this is what half the country now that is constitutional half the country,
4: carry. Yeah. Wow. Twenty-five
3: states, Amazing. I believe."
1: All right. Dragon Lady says, happy 500th. So Seamus, will you ever do more debunkers videos? Spent several hours last night watching them. They're great. And guys, what happened with the blurry Chicken City Cam this morning? Finally, Malice, you rock. Uh
3: Chicken City Camera got wet. And so we just swapped it out.
1: Uh, And because outside cameras break
3: and we are producing more debunker videos. Those are a lot of fun. I know we haven't done one in over a year. But what what are they? I don't know about these. Oh, so one of our videos that we will release or one of the series we do is it's these two intellectuals who sit in their bunker. They're hiding from the general public because they don't want to catch the stupid. And in order to stay (laughs) sharp, they watch YouTube videos and debunk them. And so that we'll we'll take videos that have a lot of nonsense in them that are, are popular and being shared around. And we'll have them watch it and pause the video and then comment on it. What, and they there honestly they're, there's a lot of research that goes into those which is part of why it's it's difficult to put them together but we have a couple of them in the works right now are
1: those freedom tunes also yeah
3: they're on the freedom tunes channel That's so awesome. from an animation perspective they're much easier but from a writing and research perspective they're much more difficult all right
1: wow. liberty or death says malice looks like a post-apocalyptic version of tim pool from a star trek episode <laughs> who came through a temporal distortion to warn us about the marxists yeah <laughs> i think it's the beard yeah. yeah, which looks great, by the way. I, ha- I can't wait to shave. I've been in hell method. for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's you can always uh, get a Jeremy's razor. That's true. From the Daily Wire crew. That's, that's true. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. That's, that's a right. great idea. you be a razor right. model g says yeah. when did tim get a twin what do you mean ian's been on the show for a while yeah, at least a year and a half yeah two years i was just saying they long. all look alike
4: yeah i don't yeah.
1: know maybe <laughs> well, I, well well i actually are you you're irish right i am oh, is right. that true and german yeah, oh, cool. yeah. Irish- why don't yeah. you guys
3: insult him about this you know it's crazy i i know that it is considered in bad taste like people were his name is from Ireland. Seamus. i know true it's not that. my fault <laughs> i didn't pick this for myself you should pick a here queen. we go
1: Trust yeah, Sa- that one. Sideway says, Malice not liking anime? Dang, man, that's a real boomer cringe take. You just went from a pretty cool guy to, I guess he's all right. He's got some good ideas and makes me giggle LMAO. That's not boomer. LMAO? <laughs> that's Please. not boomer so that cringe? That
4: cringes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You're Gen X, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Meet Gen you. Xers. Yeah. You rep X hard. Thank you, sir. Yeah, look
4: at that.
1: True Patriot says, Michael Malice for, for press secretary after Saki leaves. Dave Smith has not returned two texts and two emails. He's busy. He? What, yeah. really? He's going to be the president really he's information. To either, yeah. He's too busy like walking with like a camera shot, like the West Wing, as he's preparing. His... I, I I wanted to get him on my show last week. I, I can't get a hold of him.
4: He has two kids it's, now.
2: Like
1: Teddy way. Roosevelt. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm more important than his oh, children. Okay. You know, All
2: Teddy
0: right. Roosevelt, while he was in office, would just leave the White House for weeks at a time and go hunting, and no one knew where he was. That Sounds great. That's great. not true. I love it. Yeah, he would leave for like at least a week at a time. I don't know. Okay. Oh, here we go. president? Yeah, while he was president. They okay. were like, where is he?
1: Ian Kenny says, Thomas Massey wait, and wait, wait, hold Justin, on. Well, I know that's will, not. Okay. Biden
3: will leave and get lost that's for like true, two weeks at a time. I'm going to double gone, check yeah. that because <laughs> I've heard that. Uh, I know I he, he, he didn't
5: leave America. So if he's hunting, he's
2: No, hunting he would hunt state. out west. Okay. He'd like that, go out that, west That might be possible. That makes sense.
3: Tim's
4: checking something.
1: Apparently. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Ian Kenny says, Thomas Massey and Justin Amash tweeted about the More Act, if you want to know. Cool. Thank you, guys. Amash is a cool
2: dude. I was just on his podcast a couple weeks ago. I haven't met him yet. Awesome.
4: Massey is great. If he didn't know. Massey unfollowed
2: this. me because he got <gasps> butthurt when I was making jokes about Ron Paul. Oh, but the here jokes weren't about
1: Ron Paul, they're about Joe Biden. Oh, Thomas Massey said, The More Act is supposed to make marijuana more legal, but it creates more crimes, more federal taxes, more government spen- spending, and more central planning. Hmm, yeah, the federal taxes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's, it makes more crimes. Probably through taxes. Mm, yeah, yep. makes sense. So I, I knew there was going to be something about it.
4: Some catch. It looks so yeah. good
0: at face value. They're so good at that, at crafting Of them course, to look good. Yeah, it always look value. good. That's All their right. biggest skill.
2: I know. Yeah. Making evil things Equality, seem like how yeah. could you possibly Actually, be against yeah. this? Not
3: exactly. only their biggest skill, their only one. Yeah,
2: yeah. It really yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> All right. Orange
1: Juice 410404 says, Listening to yesterday's IRL episode, Google Podcasts, I find it ironic that an ad for CNN Plus played, and I quote, <laughs> quote, Get access to live news and shows from trusted journalists. Talk wow. about out of touch. That's I just crazy. love the idea that someone at CNN was like, Can we buy ads on Tim, Ca- Tim Poole's show? He really hates us. Like what did they? What did they, they? They saying? must have bought a mass batch. Yeah, For sure, they probably did. Yeah. Or maybe they? They, just they probably just said news specific. and politics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But good, good. I'm glad they're doing it. When Bloomberg did that big campaign, and people were like, "Tim, Bloomberg ads are appearing on your <laughs> videos," and I was like, "Great," <laughs> yeah. because it's basically this: you can watch a video game video and get a Bloomberg ad, and then you're just listening to to BS, or you can listen to a Bloomberg ad and then see me debunk it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So good, I'll take his money.
3: I just, I want to shamelessly self-promote here, but when those ads were going out, we made a Freedom Tunes cartoon about his ads. (laughs) I really want you guys to go check that out. That one's awesome, yeah. Yeah.
0: Tim's doing the research again. Yeah. I, it was Barack me, Obama or... that told me, not me directly, that Roosevelt would go on oh. these um, leave the White House for like a week at a time. <laughs> I like it. Barack Obama told me. <laughs> like yeah. He told That's me, I I don't talk, mean he d- me directly. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "What did did you do mean by Barack, that?" Term? Sure.
3: I found Barack Obama on a run, a hunting trip. He's like, "Oh, Roosevelt used to do it." No one <laughs> knew where he went. he was still a great I'm president. Gonna, I'm going to back right. this up cuz it's Even though he was a Republican. No
0: when Obama got in, he was like, My favorite president is Abraham Lincoln. And then when he left, he said, my favorite president was Teddy Roosevelt. Because when he came in, he was ready to do it and whatever it took. And then he got co-opted and he's like, no, 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 let's just be the boisterous yeah that he said those things Teddy
2: Roosevelt got shot and he finished the speech he sure Wow did.
1: True I don't story think Obama would have done All right that. we got Venice Beach Ooh, Dub Club Lydia that's dark It's true You were advocating for would. Obama. No Good lord we all heard oh it Oh my
4: gosh all right Michael
5: thank you All
1: right You're Venice- welcome you met <laughs> finish it. the speech I guess. Venice Beach Dub Club says Tim's theory about DMT amount uh, DMT amount present in your system relating to your co- connection to God equals midichlorians and the force from Star Wars episode 1 Oh god is exactly everyone who right. watches the show a nerd
5: uh yeah i that hated news, that midichlorian thing could you guys right. I mean, like, could you imagine being as too, uncultured as
0: michael malice dude what if you could have so much dmt access that you were a jedi <laughs>
3: that's the most Ian thing i've ever yeah, heard you say there's, like uh, there's like a there's
0: like a chemical like a med, like a russian military chemical called amt amethyltryptamine which is apparently like the limitless drug where people oh. will be like for 12 hour states they'll have like everything will f- synchronize and
2: crazy is that like a guy like ayahuasca
0: i've I don't know. I think it's more like DMT, but like extended but DMT. But DMT is like ayahuasca. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, ayahuasca makes you produce long-form DMT. Yeah. All
1: right. KKC says, Tim trying to describe DMT in the multiverse just feels like the Time Lords and the untempered schism, but with more steps. By the way, I want
2: okay. to say something that's going to upset every single person listening to this and everyone in this room, which is we are about two years out, three years out. From corporate psychedelics. Mm. Oh, what kind? kind? Mm-hmm. Which is I, going I, to be yeah. the biggest nightmare that has ever existed. And they're
0: going to be in the metaverse with psychedelics. Yeah. Oh,
2: God.
3: I know. I think we're heading there. But I think there's – I have i don't think it's too much of a stretch at all because there is – It's not I a stretch. There's, there's something very consumerist about the idea too. Of course. It's about the idea of, of taking psychedelics in general. Like I have a product I can give you that will give you spiritual enlightenment. Like it is a product. You will take it and then there, you will there, come are, out They're already tourists. They're the already
2: tourists
1: to reality to begin with. So yeah. it's not much of a stretch at all. Brandon Lesko says, we're from the 4D government and we're here to help. Thank you, Brandon. Is there a fourth dimensional government? Yeah, probably. With the machinos? Yeah. Yeah, the UN.
2: All right.
3: Dude, Bobcat I, says, I what are those ads it going to be like? Oh, I don't even you want to think about it. Break through and achieve enlightenment. Oh,
2: my God. Sponsored by Whole Foods.
3: <laughs> Lucky Ch- Lucky Charms with DMK Bobcat says,
1: as a TimCast member, I would like to thank Tim, the science pool, for giving failed cartoonists like Seamus a job in these trying times. Oh. First
3: of all, Tim came to me begging Seamus, they're going to turn the lights out. They're going to turn them out. I need another role. I said, I created a character. I said, what if he's a little, 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 little gremlin type named, named Dr. Fauci? He's a fun character. People love him. It's how Tim got his name, Okay
1: anti c says the book of hebrews in the bible says this world is a shadow of the original heaven the
2: oh original, is that right in heaven
1: what what verse
3: is that true seamus i would I look up the verse in translation i'm not sure
2: what what book of the Bible is that? The book of Hebrews and
0: the oh, Bible. Oh wow, that's says
3: interesting. Says this
1: world is shadow. a
3: shadow of the original. I believe in heaven. that's correct.
0: I I truly believe that they were on psychedelics. We heard you daily, daily. and you believe everyone's on psychedelics. I thought that it was like a part of their diet. Like it was, they were always on it. If
2: that was true, they would still be on it because Judaism really has kept a straight line in many ways mm-hmm. from those times, yeah. especially the people at the high at the top, like oh, the very well, religious ones, like the Kabbalah. Is <laughs> that what it is? That's Middle Ages. That came much later.
1: All right. Adam Milney says Michael should reach out to Destiny for an interview his recent Twitch ban would be a fantastic conversation for You're Welcome okay you're familiar with Destiny I,
2: I know the name they he's brought a, I did a live stream I was signing books uh, with Blair who helped me in LA and uh, people said I should have him on the show
1: oh. yeah I think you'd have a really but good time but I, I, I
2: said uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea because I know he's done Jesse Lee Peterson's show and they had a good time
1: he's uh, uh, he, 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 I think he knows a lot he, he knows what he's talking would about would you recommend him yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I need to hear. Okay. But he's but he's more of like an establishment lefty kind of personality. As
2: long as he's not going to be an ass, I'm fine with it. Uh, well, I mean. What?
1: Awesome. I don't, he, 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 how do you describe Destiny? He's aggressive.
2: It's I mean, is he going to be an, am the, I going to regret having him? He's on? verbose. I I don't think so. I but think he's really really cool. enjoy having him. On. Yeah, if we disagree so, I don't care. I just don't need it to be like a, like a
1: like a like a jerk about it. So, we had him here and he talked about wha- how uh uh covid and the emergency is the perfect time to have government come in and and make all these changes because when else would you do it he's that's true he, he's pro woke uh so he's, he's he's he knows what critical race theory is and he, he he likes and agrees with it and he also said kyle rittenhouse was the clearest cut case of self-defense he's ever seen
2: so okay anyone who is even a little like in on their own path i i like those kind of people yeah and i he, don't he, have and, to agree with them
1: and twitch bans him all the time because okay he doesn't. How do I
2: reach out? I'll 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 figure it out. How to get hold of him? He's I'll got a big down.
1: subreddit, but um, I think you guys have a great conversation. Okay,
2: that's a no-brainer then.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know, we had him here. A lot of people thought it was going to be this like generic right versus left, or like libertarian versus authoritarian, and it's like we agreed on a lot of things. Yeah, I I, no, I love getting.
2: I get along very well with red pilled leftists, even if they're a there little bit red pilled.
1: I don't know if he's a leftist though. I mean, maybe he is.
2: If he's for critical race theory, he's not a right winger.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. NOS says, some people who are religious think that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We come to this earth to have a hum- to have human experiences, maybe from the DMT source IDK. So did you look up the shadow thing in Hebrews?
3: Uh, let me pull it up. I, I looked it up immediately, on, Jamie, forgot pull it, it, it up. and got back to the conversation. Um, I'm also not sure which verse they're referring to. Like, Would you it, look up the word shadow in that yeah, chapter,
1: yeah. in that book, rather? Shadow. All right. Sargon of Assyria says... <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, instead of Sargon of Akkad, Sargon of Assyria. No, I I don't know. I guess maybe it's just yep, funny. Yep. Yeah, ha- happy Akitu, everyone! It is the Assyrian New Year. It is still celebrated in northern Iraq, Assyria, with the help of Gishru.com. Many of us in uh, in diaspora get to celebrate this festival with our people back home. This podcast is amazing. Thank you all heart. Hey, thank you very much.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah, and, and shout out to all the refugees from Iraq and Iran who are making it happen. It, uh, yeah, they can't live in their homeland, so I can relate oh, yeah. to that all the cool persians out there
1: forest horlacker says whoa joined late and feel like i'm the one who's high with all the drug god talk and seeing two tims love y'all keep up the good fight even michael if you're seeing two tims maybe something's wrong with your eyes keep up the good fight even michael (laughs) wow what does that even mean the
2: the support or something oh okay
1: (laughs) Even (laughs) michael who hates fighting
2: (laughs) Or is only on the bad
1: fight. Yeah, only the bad fight. Brett ain't dead says smoked DMT multiple times. One time I was abducted, taken into space, my soul in between the space time in in between the space between space, chanted to in a language older than time. We are energy finite. I did it by myself. FYI, God is real.
0: How would you liken it, Michael? I guess you have maybe more experience than anyone here with it, particularly to a dream to dimethyltryptamine. No, I don't. Okay,
2: imagine that you did. Okay, how would you liken it to a dream? Uh, I, I my understanding is it's extremely different because dreams are much more ephemeral uh, you can't really remember it sometimes you know and I think when people break the veil they know they're breaking the veil. When you're dreaming you don't always know you're dreaming and the I think dreams are less coherent than than DMT trips oh, right? that's that's understanding interesting. I've
1: never DMT tripped but um, a long time ago I did a bunch of things to to make it so that you you lucid dream more often and so like basically all of my dreams are lucid dreams. But there's like basic things you do. One, you're like wearing a watch all the time and then you'll just like snap it. And so then when you have a dream, you'll look at your wrist and you'll see it and you'll be like, this is not working right. I'm dreaming. And instantly you come out of it. And there's other things you can do. It's called walking into a dream. It's where you just use your imagination as you're going to sleep and craft the dream as you enter the sleep state. So these are things that I'd be interested
0: to see studies on DMT experience while you're already sleeping to have it like an injection in someone. Oh, That's a
1: great question. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Who's doing those studies? I think in England, they've been doing some extended the, state stuff. Yeah, I don't it know. You know,
1: you know. But what? how can
3: we trust the studies? What if they're just saying the study happened, but I, they took DMT and wrote down the hallucination? Got to do it for myself to know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. He, he didn't get it. I
3: got wow. It. Oh, it, yeah, I was
0: already confirmed that I'm going to do it myself. For sure. I'd have to in that case.
1: All right. <laughs> I got your shame. Forced <laughs> Name Change says, hey, guys, we live in a 3D universe consisting of three axes at 90 degrees to each other. There is one more dimension at 90 degrees to these inwards. That's why you feel a spirit in you and makes black holes for the objects.
0: Yeah, it's well, a right. spiral. That one going in, it's not a straight line in. None of those lines are straight in the three-dimensional, the z x y z axis. None of them are straight lines. They seem straight, but they're not. And the one going in is like a corkscrew, I think. They can expand and contract. But then I guess they all could.
1: Paul McGrath says, in the Bible, the word for witchcraft can be translated as pharmaceutical. Or it just says translated pharmaceuticals. Is that what you mean? That seems crazy.
5: Hmm. I don't know about I,
3: that. I'm interested in a citation. You still haven't found it, James? Know. Yeah. Well, so I pulled... I, I just searched Book of Hebrews and shadow, and I found two verses so far, neither of which seem to say that the the world is a, a shadow, so I'm still looking. We got tro- we got trolled.
4: I'm uh-huh. looking for it, too. So
3: because I have to be very yeah. careful about this Nibhubh stuff.
1: says... The Irishman's Dilemma. What? Should I eat the potato now or should I wait for it to ferment and drink it later? It's oh. really offensive. It's <laughs> not a dilemma. You wait for it to ferment. Come on. <laughs> but, but, but Irish people don't drink vodka. Yeah, someone made that joke <laughs> yeah. about how is it that, it that you live in a
2: country where the, all the uh, food is based on potatoes. You can't figure out vodka. <laughs> I forgot one. who that was. It was That's someone.
1: Honestly. That's Because you already too.
3: had enough whiskey. Well, yeah
1: k goblin says the bible was written by a series of multiple authorities separated over time across the centuries cribbing off the last edits it's made authority definitely had an influence just not one authority
0: that's what i thought it was but i mean the original authorities were just the they, people that hung out yeah, with jesus I guess
3: it, def- it depends like how are they defining authorities like are they saying government authorities got down and wrote this i'm not sure what their point is because that's not the case who but was if- the
0: originals like were they jesus's friends
3: um, so it, it depends on the book you're talking about. You, you can Michael's read through the scriptures. Up right Matthew, now. Mark, Luke, and John. and <laughs> You know, Matthew, Jesus friend. Oh yeah, he's yeah. great. But were they
0: like after yeah.
2: him? Yeah. Were they like, after Jesus? You, you know, Paul, don't you mean, I knew him when he was Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so they wrote about the stories about Jesus. They weren't like his, his, comp- all his compatriots got slaughtered, right? No, they wrote, like they a they
2: lot of them, the New Testament. The are, oh my gosh.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes.
5: I'm such
0: a noob.
4: A lot of his friends. I was going to say, I found a verse in Hebrews 8. Four and five it says, For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, seeing there are priests who offer the gifts according to the Torah, who serve a copy and a shadow of the heavenly things, even as Moses was mo- warned by God when he was about to make the tabernacle. He said, "See, you shall make everything according to the pattern that was shown you on the mountain." So I don't see that as being no, a direct not at all. That's saying more that they're they're
2: doing a, a, a pale reflection of reality,
1: right. yeah. which is still real. Like right. they're, they're being phonies, still real,
4: right? Yeah. So it's not it's not a full it's not exactly what they're saying. So all right,
1: David Robinson says machine elves are beings taking DMT and telling their friends about the flesh dwarves they talk. <laughs> <about."> <laughs> oh, that
4: makes sense. I like
5: and
1: that. they says, "Please have Justin Amash on." We haven't, but perhaps we will. I was very critical of him in the past because he came out hard against Trump at a time when I felt that Trump was being unfairly maligned in the press.
2: He, I, they just, they keep asking about it. He has a very good argument for it. Um, so I, I, I like him. He's grown mm. on me a lot.
1: Considering he's, he's done some, made some good votes, I was, I was, you know, like, oh, all right, interesting, you know. But I, re- I remember like his first thing was just being like the Republicans are bad and, you know, mm. coming out and, and it's like, well, he's not wrong. No, his
2: point when I was just on his podcast, he goes, more presidents should be impeached. Hmm. He's like, we let them get away with too much. And that yeah. was actually a good yeah. argument.
1: It is. It is. Um, and the Republicans are trash. It's just there, there are some good people who run as Republicans. Right. Democrats are trash as well. There are substantially less good people who run as Democrats. But, I don't know, Tulsi did for whatever reason, although they call her right wing. So. Where is she
2: going to run? In Hawaii, you have to run as a Democrat.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah.
2: And she's a lefty. I mean
1: she's for hardcore welfare state socialized yeah. you know, you know But she believes in the truth. Yeah. So sure. that means she's the right wing. And yeah. she doesn't like war. Uh-huh. G says, Ezekiel one uh one four eight, could this be Ian's machine elves? Probably not, but it will blow <laughs> Ian's mind.
2: 1148, Ezekiel 1148.
1: One, one, four, eight. one colon, If Ian one wants his blade. mind blown, he needs to read the book of
2: Enoch, which is apocryphal. Yeah. But that has all the stuff. Is that where he goes oh, to space? Or something no, like that? that's where the Nephilim are, and, and oh, it's boy. like, yeah, it's like, yeah.
1: Oh, the it's Nephilim crazy. aren't in the Bible?
2: There's one verse of them only, oh, and it's boy. not clear what they are. The Bible, yeah. What's Nephilim. that? They're not in the Bible. Yeah. Aren't,
1: such,
3: aren't, yeah. aren't they like, uh, um, Angel-human hybrids? But well, that's the question. But so there's they a were. verse about the, yeah, the, the sons of God or something yeah. like that. Um, the giants on the earth it, in those not, days and after. It's not clear exactly what's being, yeah. Referenced. They had it's hang not, gliders. But there's just, there's one word and so people that describe it and it's mysterious and so because it's mysterious, people have just extrapolated so many explanations for it over the years.
1: Why is the book of
2: Enoch uh, apocryphal? Because it's not, the count, Nicene Council said this isn't Bible. <laughs> so it is
1: Bible, but they just said no.
2: But that's not a Bible. The Bible is what has been officially validated as the books of the Bible. Right. So it's very authoritarian. There's also the uh, the Youthful Gospel of Christ. or forget something what it's called. And Thomas wow. and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you're saying the Book of Enoch was
3: like fan fiction, and they're like,
1: get out of here. That's not
3: canon.
2: Kind of. I wouldn't say fan so yeah, I mean, there, there, really?
3: there were different accounts that were either determined to, were determined to be unreliable for whatever reason or not holy scripture. Or doesn't add
2: up to the rest mm-hmm. of the stuff. It's interesting is that I think there's verses in the Bible that refer to books that have been deemed apocryphal. So that was kind of an issue for them. Thank you. Yes.
1: Uh, Enoch <laughs> right.
2: was Noah's grandfather.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Polaris589 says, get Michael Malice and John Mattingly on at the same time.
4: Oh no, I don't want World War Three.
1: It
2: wouldn't that be World be War Three. it would be slaughtering a pig. Okay. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Choice words.
2: Mm, oink, indeed. oink. John. Daniel
1: Thompson says, John Manningly throws don't know. he's the cop we just, well, oh, we yeah. had on. He was in the Breonna Taylor incident. Oh, he, you got it? You had him on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's just the, the other day. day. Oh
2: my god, your numbers must have been zero.
1: Oh, it was no, the biggest was show great. we've ever had. Yeah. We got Everybody was like, this guy's so much better than Michael. <laughs> yeah, true. That's about That's really right. Sweet, sweet. Daniel Thompson says, first time super chatter. You should have Jennifer Ruth Green on your show. She is a conservative running in the 1st District in Indiana. She's a 20-year-old Air Force veteran that has a good chance of flipping the district. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, well, um, you want to write down Jennifer I'm Ruth Green? down, no. That's fun. I'd love to get some, you know, like, sane, honest Democrats...
0: I, I think they're all Republicans now. I know for
1: real,
2: or like at least Tulsi. not Democrats. Anymore. Or then, but they'd have a huge cost coming on here.
1: I know they won't do it. Look, Tulsi Gabbard wants gun control, and she wants she she opposes nuclear energy. There's a bunch of things that are just very much in line with the left. But then she's like, oh, that stuff they report in the news about Hunter Biden is true. And they're like, she's conservative.
2: No, she's a Russian asset.
1: Right. She's a Russian agent. (laughs) And she's pro
2: Putin. Only someone who's pro Putin would say that these aren't Photoshop photos of him with a ruler next to his generals.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Lumberjack says, I can totally relate to Mr. Malice. Nerds, nerds, nerds.
2: Thank you, Lumberjack. (laughs) I'm also Lumberjack and I'm okay.
1: (laughs) That's not an insult. That's just a fact of life. I agree with that. So say the lobster Lumberjack. This is the way.
2: Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars, do you don't get me started? Are you kidding? If you look at the bi uh, oh god, this is like the fourth time I had to give this speech. If you look at the biodiversity just on Earth's deep sea, right, and then you look at Star Trek where they go other planets and it's a guy who's got blue skin.
1: Oh, Are you wow. kidding me? Listen to this guy who doesn't know anything about Star Trek. I,
2: I don't need to know. That's all I had. I knew you enough, do. and I'm like, I'm out of here,
1: bro. You where see
2: Star Wars? Look at the Jabba's palace.
1: Look at the uh, Ebon Mandyak face. Let me let me, let me let me let me correct you, you incorrect man. Huh. The first Highly thing, logical. The first mistake you're making is is when people compare Star Trek to Star Wars is the first mistake. Star Wars. They just asked me to compare them. Yeah. Was and, and and right, this is the first mistake. Oops. Right. So this is not on you. <laughs> Star Wars is a fantasy adventure. Star Trek is Dreck. naval naval tradition and civil libertarianism explored through the lens of technological advancement and and cultural development on other worlds. The reason why uh, uh, in Star Trek everybody's humanoid is it's, it's 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 we can't afford it. It was it was the '60s. And they just put people in costumes and the budgets were so trash that sometimes the, the Star Trek crew would just go into like a white room and it was like, oh, we're in a, cause they didn't have the budget for it. Do you know However, why you
2: can't watch Star Trek in Florida?
1: You can. What do you mean?
2: You cause it's
4: about?
2: gay. Oh, snap.
1: Have you, have you watched Star Trek?
2: I, I, I yes, very little of it. I hate it.
1: <laughs> it, it. Have you, you've not watched like The Next Generation with No. The card? That's you've a good one. It. That's you the see, one I is, like. This is, this is the issue. You're so closed minded, Michael.
2: Okay, I'm fine with I'll that. I'll tell you what the yeah, show's about. Maybe I <laughs> should take some d and watch Star Trek. <laughs> if
1: you think you're going to watch Star Trek and get a Star Wars-like experience with people force-pushing and laser-sorting, you're wrong. What Star Trek is is a captain and a commander with naval traditions saying – uh, terrorists have engaged this planet how do we deal with it? Data the android is like I don't understand why you're so resistant to terrorism w- why it's considered wrong when it's been so effective throughout history such as in these particular moments and they're like how do we deal with this problem? Or there's one where the st- you're not selling it to me. The state tries to seize the child and Captain Picard says uh, forcing a man to give up his child to the state not while I'm captain and they're sitting down having a conversation about why it's wrong for the state to c- claim dominion over someone's children okay it's not laser swords it's literally a guy being like free speech what's the what's the fam- there's 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 so much good shit uh there's you got me swear now you got um when the when when the first chain of the link is forged the first word censured we are all irrevocably chained or whatever it's a great quote then there's also the the, the storyline where Picard is being tortured and I know how he felt and he's got he's got there's there's four lights at the table I know there's three lights yeah I get it there's get four it. lights okay and it's just like you, you got to watch it, man. I think
0: I'm the more of a Star Wars guy just because of the Force. I think it's
1: real. But Star Wars is like, I'm going to defeat the evil Dooku, and Star it Trek is like— The first three after that I bro, give Bro, in, yeah. in Deep Space Nine, there's like a, uh, a, a war breaking out. They're trying to convince another faction to join them, so they stage a false flag attack on a senator from Romulan Empire to trick them into joining the war on their side. Okay, It's just amazing. It's politics. If you like politics, you'd like it.
2: I, I don't know about that. Ah, oh, man.
1: I I don't know. I, I feel like you could take a lot of the sci-fi uh, the, the sci-fi backdrop out of it, and you're just watching the exploration of ideas around political then concepts. Then
2: why they have a guy with a wrinkle on his head and call him an alien? Yeah, that's a good question. It's Worf. just it's
1: just a mechanism for 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 having these these plots around philosophical con- philosophical concepts and and ethics, morals, and technology, and to tell you the story to spoil it for you, it's because the progenitors seeded their DNA throughout the galaxy.
2: Panspermia. <sighs>
1: But you see, you get lost in the sci-fi instead of exploring the po- the political uh, uh, the political I, I'm ideas. very
2: skeptical that a syndicated show is going
1: to be treat these issues in a way that I would find interesting. When the Admiral tells Picard, you are jeopardizing your command and career because he's refusing to give someone's child to the state. And then he says, there comes a time when men of good conscience will defy orders given to hand over. To t- force a man to hand his child over to the state, not while I'm captain. Okay, it's amazing. I agree. I'm with I'm sitting him. there. and I'm like, yes. I know that's why you love it because because so much of what you believe would be reflected and ex- and explored through like in certain in, in certain situations where you'd be like, wow, you know, these ideas conflicting and how they are clash and how you resolve them. Okay,
2: I'm gonna have to like get people to like raise like a grand and then I'll watch what the first six episodes.
1: Uh, the, the challenge is There's something called Riker's beard You ever hear of this concept
2: Oh god no so you know Jumping the Don't shark we Yes of course yeah.
1: Riker's jump. beard is the opposite <laughs> It's jump. when things get good It's when things get good So in the second season It's when Jonathan Frakes Grew a beard and the show really yeah, started the first to get better. You're really not going to
2: convince me that things get better when someone grows a beard. I assure you it gets much, <laughs>
1: much worse.
0: It was and their, I speak from experience. Their acting was really, uh, rigid in the first season. Everyone was standing really still. Didn't really know each other as people. Like they were just working together as actors. This, you can tell they're getting to know each other in the. What, the
1: bro, in the pers- like the, the Ferengi. Seasons. You know what the Ferengi are? Aren't they uh, the me? The <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're, 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 like their motto is caveat emptor. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. They, they didn't develop warp tech so so here's how it works civilizations will develop warp technology allowing faster than light travel the federation then greets them around this time like you're now entering the galactic community we're going to talk to you the Ferengi bought it they figured out how to trade and manipulate their way into technology they're not culturally developed to, enough to understand. It's it's such such brilliant writing across the board. There's some bad stuff. Voyager is kind of eh. But you you know what, man? Is Voyager with the girl?
3: Voyager, yeah, it's the first Jane time Wade. they had a female captain, and the entire plot is they get lost. So they have to make their way back home. <laughs> it's That's true. the whole series. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the literally the, the first episode they get lost, and the whole series is they're trying to get back. To To Earth. be
1: fair, a powerful entity sucks them something like oh, seven wow. seventy an was thousand. That ent- There's was an wait, wait, <laughs> was oh, that entity? was that powerful
2: entity? Entity a, a clothing sale? <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe.
0: <laughs> store thirty percent
1: off. Yeah, exactly. a lot of
0: gravity coming out of. We that. can't resist this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Come on, gals, grab your purses. Yes. I think Magnetic. I think you'd need oh. to find someone to just be like, here, watch one episode because you probably wouldn't like all of it. Okay, but there's like such good political I'll, moments in it. I'll I'll raise a grand and I'll watch three. Perfect. Okay, I'll, if you I'll, recorded I'll, yourself I'll, watching on I will, and commenting, I will. I will. I, like I will, I will pay you a thousand dollars to do a live, to like to do a reaction as you watch. Three I, I will episodes. watch
2: them with an open mind. Yes, and
1: we'll. I we'll, want to like it. Yeah, Jordy. Like, if I like
2: it, there's a lot of material for me to consume. Doesn't really consumed. sound
3: like you want to like it. No, no, it.
2: I want to like it. It just seems everything I've seen makes me seem that I don't because I would. I love. I love looking for new shows to watch. Yeah. You could oh, watch Legendary so many times.
3: So check it out. So
1: in the original series, there's the bad guys, the Klingons. They're just yeah. like bad guys. In the Next Generation, all of a sudden, there's like a Klingon on the Federation ship. They're good guys now. What they wrote was they're uh The Klingons are an honor culture. They're very much you have to have honor and be right. a warrior. So uh, there's another race called the Romulans. Yeah. It's based on, like, Roman uh, style, and they're passion-driven. So uh, uh, one day, or date, or whatever, the Romulans are attacking a Klingon civilian colonial outpost, and they send off a distress signal. The uh, or a pr- a earlier version of the Enterprise responds mm-hmm. to their enemy, the Klingon's distress signal, to try and save the women and the children and end up dying in an effort to save people from this Romulan attack. And the Klingons see that as an honorful, you know, as honor. And they see the Romulans as a dishonorable, and that creates the alliance between the Klingon it's Empire. very it's, it's, noble it's, of you to awesome refer as Klingons as people. Yes. 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 Anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Uh, make sure you smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Go to TimCast.com, become a member. You can follow us at TimCastIRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Michael, you want to shout anything out? Um,
2: Michael Malice on Twitter, Michael Malice Official on YouTube. Um, and I'm really glad to have done this. I'll see you guys soon. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, this was a great time. Um, I want to mention and shout out 1776 Flag Company, who made this yes. as a gift for Timcast, the place behind me. Thank you very much. Uh, and I want to shout out my cartoon, Freedom Tunes. Please go check it out. I think you guys will enjoy it.
0: Uh, also I want to circle back to your show, Your Welcome, which always, never disappoints. Oh, always is you. awesome. Very, very intelligently nice. done. And that's on YouTube. Is that just search for Your Welcome? It's Absolutely. without the apostrophe. Yes. I like that.
4: It's possessive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ian Crossland. Catch you later.
4: Thank you guys very much for tuning in for our 500th episode with Michael Malice. I am loving the new look. I think that you should make this permanent. Gonna going to go with it. It's going to be great. Stick with it, Michael. You guys may follow me on Twitter and Minds.com at Sarah Patchlets.
1: Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We will see you all over at Chicken City. Go to YouTube.com slash Chicken City right now to watch our chickens and subscribe. And you can also check out the Cast Castle because we have daily vlogs. Other than that, we'll be back with the show on Monday. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys.